0: yeah here 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 is an example and this will make zero sense to you and it will make zero sense to anyone who was not specifically working at expert gamer back in like 2001 but uh somewhere i have a photoshop picture of sean connery uh holding up a map of uh alcatraz uh-huh. And chastising a Yeti for wanting to go visit. Uh-huh. And at the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure it all kinds of sense. Yeah. It, it was not not only made sense, but was hilarious. Do you it was remember just what the, the funniest joke is? <laughs> it was something about. Oh, Christ. Because we, we did a we did a uh, we, we, we all had a, a really bad impression of Sean Connery. Mm hmm. And oh yeah, well, it was it spawned off of uh, being in the rock. Oh, you know what it was? I remember now. It was it about it was, somebody talking about fucking the prom queen. Like what's... no, it was it was Sean. We had a scenario. We and and see, this is what we did. We came up with these little scenarios that we would just improv and act out while we were working. Sean Connery, uh, in in our little in our little playlet, uh, Sean Connery purchased Alcatraz. He bought the island of Alcatraz. Uh, which is a, a a it's a state park now. It's technically a state park yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. for California, but he purchased the 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 rock, uh, and he turned it from a national park uh, tourist attraction. <laughs> Christ, I swear this was funny back when I was like twenty five. He turned it into a. Uh, <laughs> I know because this this is like a twenty minute lead up just to what the punchline of this. thing. Into it, he turned it into a teen juice bar. And, and it was, it was a, a, a place for teens to hang out and yeah. dance and enjoy juice. And his, his big thing was that no grown-ups allowed on the rock. And that was, that was the joke. That was the, joke. that was the joke. That was the joke. That <laughs> was the joke. Why the Yeti? <laughs> I, the only thing I can think of is that the Yeti was, was a carryover from, there was an old Game Boy Advance game back okay. in the day, and you might remember this, called Urban Yeti no do you man, not remember I this okay. on that one yeah okay well i mean it
1: <laughs> i missed out there was a whole generation <laughs>
0: so of of portable gaming that i missed out on it's it's yeah. not like i just said there was this game boy advance game called super mario advance 3 <laughs> yeah, yeah have yeah. you heard of that no i'm I, this Urban is i've never even heard of that Jesus, yeah. it, it, it was published by uh telegames i believe yeah
2: okay. this and, is an original
0: game boy game uh yeah yeah it was uh uh yeah, a uh, Game Boy Advance game. It was kind know. of... Uh, oh, it's Game Boy. Okay, GBA, yeah. Yeah, okay. G- it was a GBA game. GBA. And uh, it was yeah, kind of a weird a, a weird sort of piss take on the old school Grand Theft Autos, like the old, like, kind of
1: top-down. Yeah, on Wikipedia, you can see it. Yeah, well, they actually even, on Wikipedia, they call it out as essential just being a, a GTA clone. Yeah, yeah. Looking Yeti?
0: <laughs> and if you... um, <laughs> Actually, I, you know what? Check the... That's actually G- not a bad idea for a game. No. <laughs> I and mean, if, if you check me I, I game now magazine which is which is what expert gamer became yeah uh, they might actually be uh, uh pointed out in the in the wikipedia article just because we Games gave them, gave them a lot of positive coverage um yeah it was um it was some little uh cave barns yeah cave barn studios was the developer they were actually in Chicago, which was where the magazine was oh, at yeah, the time, okay, yeah. And we ended up—I um, think it was at like an E3. Me and a couple of the Game Now guys stumbled onto a booth for this, and we just thought it was the most ridiculous thing. And and we ended up, uh, you know, talking with the developers, and they were so excited that we kind of got the joke. Yeah, and the, the game wasn't good. It was—it was not a good game at all but it was just more like the just the, the stupid concept and, well, and that's they,
1: what i think because if it's going to be a shitty game at least put a funny concept on top of it so at least right. you're having a little bit of fun while making it i'm kind of yes. surprised
0: the publisher
1: let them do that yeah it's, um, well i mean it was
0: what telegames yeah telegames so it wasn't the like name. you know it wasn't like you know,
1: <laughs> capcom was saying TeleGames is a north american video game company based in Gunbarrel city texas so that sounds like <laughs> the kind of guys who would say yeah you know who gives a fuck
0: just yeah, put out the goddamn dude, game yeah. we don't care what it's called yeah exactly Oh. And yeah, then, and um, so yeah, so we ended up, um, we actually, uh, they invited us to their studio, which was essentially just a, a apartment somewhere oh. in the middle of some residential area in Chicago. Yeah, I can't imagine had... them having rented out the whole floor of a, like, you know, some yeah. kind of skyscraper just to no, make it happen no. yet again. No, it was, it was in, and you know what? And this is, because um, you, you, you listen to the player one, right? Ah, ah. Did you, better did part you, of 10 years now jesus christ well that's 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 i that's your own fault for that but eh? uh did you did you listen to our little game of the year uh episode that we had i think i missed one or two recent episodes
1: i think yeah because okay. it was all you yeah no that was that i don't know if was that the three hour long that was the three hour that was, one that was yeah, three, that, no i did yeah. listen
0: to that. yeah okay on that episode i i uh i w- i was going on about the uh that game roundabout that came out this past year yeah and i i compared it favorably to a never released uh 3D o game called Duel and fireman oh,
2: uh man. the
0: the developers of Duel and fireman are the same guys who made urban yeti so so it was it's it was it's, it's, it's the circle of life right there.
1: And concept. I love the idea of GTA with a with a monkey too cuz that is not I'm like <laughs> I always swore that if Nintendo ever wanted to bring back Donkey Kong in a big way. Uh, Grant, I would this uh. is, this is me from 10 years ago uh, talking. <laughs> but I always said that if you want to bring back uh, Donkey Kong, what you do is essentially make an open world uh like Donkey Kong's like in a big like Popeye type city. The hmm. kind of, like, place where, like, uh, Mario from the cabinet of Donkey Kong would live in. That kind of, like, old-timey kind of... Oh, okay. And yeah. you could be, like, a Donkey Kong... It's actually... Uh, it kind of like Grand Theft Auto, but with, like, the mechanics from... What was that incredible Hulk game everyone loved where you're just running around throwing shit around? Oh, It would just uh, be like that. Well, yeah. it's just going to be kind of Crackdown, except you're playing as Donkey Kong, you're just throwing shit around and climbing up on top of buildings and smashing stuff, and, uh... Wow. And I love the idea. No, they, they, these guys, these guys <laughs> stole my idea of just the monkey loose <laughs> in Grand Theft Auto. Well,
0: see, um, and, and you just described a, a Donkey Kong game I didn't know I wanted. But, you
1: know, I was kinda of surprised Nintendo's ever really done that. Yeah. I, I mean I mean I'm fine with all these uh uh 2D side scrolling platform Donkey Kong games. Those are fine. Right. But yeah, if you want to do like the big like 3D polygonal, like you can have right, a fun right. Donkey Kong. I mean, I don't know how you do it where he's not accidentally killing people if he's running around throwing cars <laughs> and shit at the cops <laughs> and stuff, but like yeah, you just make it about Donkey. Kong. He's, just, he's been captured just make yeah. it just king kong he's trying to escape from you know from the city trying to get back to the jungle yeah just you just like run around throwing shit climbing buildings and stuff like that'd be fucking amazing and i can't how, believe no one's even suggested that how cool would that um, be
0: too if they totally did go all out with that and make mario the bad guy in there yeah wow. i mean that's
1: that's the thing you know, what yeah what do you do because you can't have that kind of game and not have mario show up unless you just yeah. have an easter egg where like you know you're throwing cars in front of like the mario brothers plumbing store yeah. or something like that but uh but yeah you totally just essentially make the game look like the Donkey Kong cabinet art that would where be it's amazing. all oh man i i need to i need to draw that i need to pitch you that you totally
0: uh, should um but it's anyway totally i don't safe. know if this is this is the start of the podcast or if we should formally introduce ourselves but wow i have listened to boy howdy before this probably is the start of the podcast and then exactly, 20 minutes yeah. later we introduce sure, ourselves goddamn show yeah <laughs> um, yeah so this is well uh, welcome everybody this is the boy
1: howdy podcast uh for the week ending what the hell is it it's, uh, january 17th <sighs> 2020 Something like that. Uh this is Bill Mudrin and Annie is AWOL this week, and in her place we have special guest star, Phil Theobald. Hi! Hey everybody Hello. Um Phil Theobald. If you don't know who Phil Theobald is, you should be ashamed of you oh, yourselves. Because well, Phil Theobald to me is piecasting royalty.
0: Mm. Please.
1: Yeah, uh, Phil. Um, he is one of the founding members. Oh, you are not actually a founding member of no, Player I, One no, Podcast? No. Oh, I keep on no. thinking you are. When did you come into the Player One Podcast? I
0: I, I believe I came into Player One on ep- I think episode nine was my first sort of guest this, appearance. I
1: remember that because I started listening to Player One like episode two, and I remember showing you first showed up, and I was like, oh, this it's cool. They have some kind of new guy on the podcast. <laughs> um, fuck, goddamn. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like I said, that must have been better part of. I mean, what is it? Is that a decade? Of, uh, about ten years ago, that podcast started.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Um, you guys were what episode numbers into the four hundreds now too? I, uh, I, Player I, one podcast is fucking yeah. phenomenal.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think. Uh, well, uh, t- after after this, I'm recording. I believe it's episode four hundred eighty. Man,
1: I still remember I drew you guys fan art for a 200th yes. episode. Yes, and you that did. Th- that that was me thinking it's 200 episodes. How many were these? Could these record? I might as well commemorate <laughs> it. Now it is 400. <laughs> fucking Christ! Man. You better get some uh, elaborate plan for 500. you you know what? Yeah. You're fucking around, but like, oh yeah. god, yeah. Um, yeah. what that'll yeah. be? What two years from now? Um, uh, but yeah, uh, Phil's part of the. F- player one podcast and yes. also
0: what uh, ports of uh, articulation points of articulation uh which is a toy centric podcast that i it's uh, that one's actually the brainchild of justin chang who i used to work with at uh, nintendo power
1: okay yeah and is he the yeah. captain of that podcast
0: you're you just kind of like yeah yeah i'm no, just kind of okay. there to to, to for to, to bounce stuff off of but yeah. That's mainly us talking about Legos and Transformers for the most Man, part.
1: Man, then it mo- mostly is, because you guys pitched that as that, and <laughs> that is what you guys are very specifically... It, yeah, about other toy stuff, but it really <laughs> is... Yeah. The first half is kind of like, what happened to Lego this week? And the other half is like, yeah. oh, I saw this Transformer tour. Which <laughs> nah. I have to admit, that because I don't know that much about Transformers. I right. I will listen, but that's when I kind of start tuning out. Well, and I, I kind of like, that's where I get my Transformers education. So right. now I know about how they'll take the same sculpts of Transformers oh, and color them yeah, yeah. and stuff. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a terrible 80s kid. I should know more about Transformers than I did.
0: You know what, though? Uh, you you have your, I mean, you and I, we're we're roughly the same age. Oh, yeah. You're you're almost exactly one year older than me. That's true, because yeah, you just had your your birthday, and, and yeah. And, well, actually, you just had your birthday in what? It's December. Yeah, first. Yeah, almost exactly a month ago. Yeah. Yeah, and then mine is yeah, mine is in January. So yeah, I'm I'm just about a year older than you. Um, but you know, you you, you when you were a kid, you can't be into every single toy. I mean, I know, I know absolutely nothing about GI Joe. Yeah. Like like that. And, you know, I was prime age because that was... Like, well, G. It G. Was pretty Joe much the same time, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: so... In fact, you had to pretty much skip over G.I. Joe or tune out G.I. Joe as soon as it started right after the Transformers. So it's funny that, like, yeah. you're, you're still in-depth in Transformers but, like,
0: kind of blind to G.I. Joe. Well, well, you know, when this um, is... Um, I was too uh, busy watching Heathcliff. <laughs> I, Inspector I, watched, I watched a hell of a lot of Heathcliff and Inspector Gadget back in yeah. the day, so, yes. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah Heathcliff, Heathcliff, no one... Should. should terrorize the neighborhood dun, dun, but dun, dun, just dun, won't be undone playing pranks out everyone uh not too late to go back in time and win uh, that powerball
1: billion and a half dollars and just get myself a copy of the get was not the get gang what was the name of their gang the, they had the, the, oh, the big the, fucking cadillac yeah, oh no that, was it the, the cadillac, cadillac cats? cats
0: the cadillac yeah. cats <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: fucking christ well <laughs> wordsworth he used to rhyme yeah that fucking show Oh
0: my and, god. And uh uh the the girl. Oh who, yeah, the sexy who, girl, which is probably, yeah. probably
1: one of my first introductions to sexy furries as a kid. Exactly. She had oh the leg
0: warmers. Yeah, so 80s. And was
1: yeah. that Mel Blank did the voice? So that was the Cadillac Kids. That was the second half of the Heathcliff show. Yeah. Was that not yeah. Blank doing the voice of Heathcliff in the actually Heathcliff I'm, half? I'm I'm pretty sure it was, yeah. Oh must be yeah, we literally sure. one of the last things he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um what the hell are we talking about? I don't,
0: <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, Hi, Bill. To see, this is normally where Annie would get you back on track.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, and
0: you invited someone who is as prone to getting off track as you are. So yeah. See, normally I'd be totally fine with talking, but I well, this is I know you got a kid and stuff like that. You can't afford to be here all damn afternoon. You got another podcast to record after Bill, this. Bill, again, like I said, I I timed this because I have I have been wanting to get on your little show forever now it is a little show too and Mm -hmm. like i said there i I think i've told you this before there have been ample times i i listen to you and annie do your show and i just want to just get in my car and drive up to portland and just start joining in the conversation so
1: and anyone who has the patience to put up with me and annie just kind of flailing at each other (laughs) for two hours a week on the on the radio that's the fun yeah, it's the the fun you, of it you've it got, got the our loyalty already. Um, so yeah, so I guess we'll do the boy howdy thing where we talk about the stuff we ingested this week and stuff we listened and played. And and well, what have you yes. been up to this week aside from having birthday stuff?
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I, I had uh, birthday stuff, which uh, was, was tainted a bit by by being uh, sick, and oh, yeah. and uh, I'm still my throat's a little. <laughs> you can well, probably yeah, you're a teacher. I'm surprised you don't get sick more often. Yeah, you know, well, you know what? It's it's. Uh, I, I've I've sort of built up immunities because I mean working yeah, too. working for those who do not know I uh, you know uh, uh, back in the day I, I was you know doing all sorts of professional video game media crap but now I have moved on to a more stable career uh, as as a third grade teacher mm-hmm. and working in an elementary school it is it's like working in a petri dish
1: oh yeah I can imagine yeah, yeah.
0: I mean we we came back from the the winter break and literally every day there was at least one kid out sick or going home sick. I think it was about a week and a half before I had an entire day with all the kids in my class. Mm. And even that only lasted one day just because everyone was just getting stupid sick. You're teaching the
1: same class throughout throughout the whole year, right? You've got the same Mm -hmm. bunch of kids. Yes. Well, I know a new semester uh, would have just started, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But um, yeah, so uh, yeah, I did that and uh well, it's kind of nice because i got a three-day weekend this weekend
2: oh that's it's nice too. Yeah.
0: people don't know list uh, overseas listeners may not know
1: that yes. tomorrow is martin luther king day here in the state so that yes, all indeed. the schools and government stuff shuts down for an extra yes night, so.
0: yes yeah. but uh yeah what have i been doing this week i i've been playing uh, some games i've been watching a little movie uh <laughs> watching a little movie is that like having eating watching. a little pasta yeah <laughs> like, oh, exactly. yeah. yeah yes what have you been watching, watching. Uh well yeah oh you well you know what uh last night uh the wife and I we watched uh, uh the Mars Man
1: oh I just saw that this week too
0: what do you think is, of the Mars Man I I liked it yeah no it's not that bad I liked it I I um well I, it it is 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 up the for Mars Best Picture is it up for Best Picture yeah it yeah. is up for Best, best Picture yeah yeah. Okay. Um, not which not pulling his uh, career out of a little bit of a ghetto there with this yeah, thing. He, yeah, yeah, Because when, when did he? I mean, he did, what, Prometheus? Well,
1: his most Prometheus? recent thing was that goddamn... I forgot about this. He made that Egyptian movie with all the white people as all the Egyptians last year, which, oh, granted, yeah. there's another one coming out this year that's doing the same thing. But was that, like, <laughs> yeah, Gods and Kings, what are the that's, fuck that, like, I, I did not even know came out you forgot about that yeah, yeah. that was like you yeah. know yeah, like a 200 million dollar movie that kind of yeah. like went straight to video yeah, yeah, after Prometheus too. on top of that yeah right right after yeah. Robin Hood after all these movies that no one gives a shit about
0: yeah, Pr- yeah Prometheus is yeah. probably the highlight of his career for the last decade yeah yeah yeah, yeah cause uh, well what was it I was at uh, I was out at, at Best Buy last night uh, mm-hmm. I was on the I was on the search for the Shovel Knight Amiibo <laughs> Because that's what I have to do with <laughs> my life. How do they
1: got to ship that shit straight to your house now at this point? Yeah. I know, right? You should have just a, a straight, like, you know, inside scoop with Nintendo. And just, like, I, I, I found it. I found uh, it, Bill. A- is I, it I heard people complaining that this is the shoddiest paint job on our Amiibo so far. Mine's Mine's fine. Okay, that's I don't know because some yeah. people I saw were suspecting because it's a th- the first is it the first third party
0: amiibo that's been released? Well, I mean, you have like Mega Man and Pac-Man. Oh, okay, so it's not. Okay, yes. Yeah, but I so mean, but, but you know, they're th- those are both associated with uh with Smash Brothers, so you have yeah. that, you know, it's kind of a I mean, they are third party, but you know, kind of not this is the, I mean, and this is this is like an indie game.
1: Is Shovel Knight one. and Smash?
0: No. Really? No, no. This is I. I oh, have no okay, idea. That, I thought that's the only reason they made him into an amiibo. Yeah, I mean, there, there's oh, okay. rumors that he's going to show up. Because He's Smash. a perfect character for that. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Okay, but um, you're but pretty yeah. happy with that. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's 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 not. There's not a lot of pain apps on it anyway. Okay. You know, just uh, yeah, people are making it telling because this is 3rd party character, that they
1: must have subleased it to like a third party like painting company? <laughs> like like Nintendo wouldn't even bother like like would not even dirty its its pro- manufacturing plant with like shovel night. so they've just leased it out to like a taco truck. Well you know what you know. What the problem, or something. You
0: know what the problem was? The the problem was is uh y- you know uh, you know who who uh painted all the amiibos. I mean that, that was that was wada's job. <laughs> was you know, they would just well, they, they would just take all the paint fumes all day. Yeah. They would just they would just cart all these, you know, solid grey uh molds into his office and he would sit there with the paintbrush just detailing oh, yeah. every one and now they were now. shitting about the shortages because they had one guy <laughs> who up until that point really had nothing to do other than
1: doing the awada ask stuff really yeah. and preparing his English yeah. for the next uh Nintendo <laughs> online YouTube presentation, but yeah that's a yeah, he, uh, yeah he got so quick so he got sick quick, so quickly he was not able yeah. to like
0: uh yeah. find a protege exactly um, so now they had to the sublease it out to yeah
1: well now it's just what's his name the guy actually makes smash brothers that's that's oh right right yeah uh, the guy's yeah. already complaining about his hands falling apart because he spends all day doing nothing but programming <laughs> smash Brothers. right um uh, sakura yeah that's right that's um, right so no, that's it's, cool. uh, uh, yeah.
0: is that supposed to be a pretty rare amiibo too I, I don't think, well, you know, it, it's one you, you would kind of assume that it would be just because it's, it's you know, again, it's based off some, some indie downloadable game and yeah. it's not like a Smash character or anything like that. But uh, it sounds like people are having a pretty easy enough time finding him. Huh. Um, there, there were like three of them at, at the Best Buy I went to and, and, you know, the thing's been out for maybe a week or so. Uh-huh. So I, I, maybe it's not as bad. Um, you know what though? Um, I, I noticed this. Um, the and and the uh, yacht club games. Those are the the guys who did Shovel Knight. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they talked to Nintendo and convinced Nintendo uh, to to set up the packaging because uh, normally, Amiibos, oh, yeah. yeah, you you can you can scan this one through the package. You don't have to take him out of the box to scan him. Yeah, which normally. The the, the the amiibos have like a little foil sticker uh, under the sensor, so you Did have, have specifically to specifically talked to Nintendo about that just just for the collectability angle. Uh, uh, from what I understand,
1: that yeah, that is the case. Huh. <laughs> I, do, I wonder if that's kind of a backhanded compliment from Nintendo. We're like, eh, we're gonna barely sell <laughs> any of these anyway. We're gonna make like twelve of them. Who gives a shit if they're scannable or not? We're not gonna. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it it's, it's not. Be. It's not like this gonna unlock anything in Smash Brothers. So yeah. We, we, yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I saw a lot of people complaining that they wish they had known about that before tearing apart their amiibo. To, you know, oh, right, right, right. Um, yeah. But how was it full price? Was it was a full twelve bucks. Yeah. Okay, because I saw so, what supposedly on Amazon, uh, the price of a whole bunch of amiibos. Yeah. In free fall like, You can get like a Tom Nook now for like seven bucks. Yeah. but that's about uh, half as much as
0: that shit normal would be. Well, yeah. I, I, I guess that uh, that Animal Crossing. Amiibo board game is not really doing what.
1: Oh, I wonder if that's hoped. it. And maybe they were expecting a shit ton of people to buy yeah. those extra Amiibos, but I guess the
0: game bombed. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I didn't even it, think about that. Yeah, it, it's it's from what I've from what I've seen anyway. It just it looked like it was mace, mo, mostly mostly and mainly it was mostly
1: mm.
0: the uh, the Welcome the, animal, <laughs> the crossing stuff that was
1: dropping, but. Yeah people would be like me because i don't know uh, shit about the game i just bought the amiibo just because you know it's fucking animal right, crossing right, amiibo. right, like, right. Not just, how do you not get that just for office K. desk
0: K. tom nook and stuff who wouldn't yeah, want that seriously yeah, that's yeah. the thing
1: that's killing me is like how is the set with tom slider tom slider <laughs> tom, tom <laughs> snyder Charlie roadshow um kk slider what the <laughs> fuck are we talking about <laughs> oh that was
0: that not like anyway yeah yeah so i guess where i was going with this is i was at best buy yeah, this is gonna be looking, a five-hour show. Looking for, <laughs> <laughs> looking for shovel night, and I saw. Uh, well, what is it? The Mars Man, Johnny oh, okay. Mars Man, came out on on Blu-ray yeah. this past week, and and I had not seen it in the theaters, and I was interested in it just because it's a space movie, and I like space movies. Space is cool, and my wife is a big sci-fi nerd, and she likes space movies. Mm-hmm. So I I called her up and said hey should i pick up this movie we could watch it while we eat dinner or something like that and she said yes why don't we so i i picked it up i just kind of you know just based on the good word of mouth and and yeah. and uh what's his name uh matt um, yes yes
1: i feel bad i don't want to be that guy but every time i do see that guy it's hard for me not to go
0: Who my Damon um <laughs> he's a good actor though
1: yeah that's not like i'm even a huge team america fan oh no that's, that's <laughs> the thing the fact that he's supposedly really good humored about it and even the creators yeah, yeah. of the goddamn team america were like we have nothing against matt damon except that right, puppet right. just came out looking so messed up <laughs> that we couldn't we could not make him re- could not not make him retarded and even matt damon's like oh, i i thought it was funny too so but yeah it's still now he's got yeah. the
0: reputation exactly exactly uh,
1: Oh, but yeah, no, yeah Martian's pretty
0: good so did you I guess you didn't read the the the, the book or I had, I had like not that. read the book I um and and I actually uh you know I, I I had not seen any spoilers or anything I hadn't really you know looked too much into the movie beyond the the yeah. basic premise so I didn't even know yeah. what happens at the end you know I don't I, I didn't know if he gets off Mars or if he yeah you don't he, know if that's supposed to be some kind of like dour tragedy or at yeah. the end of a, uh, if he know. if he discovers sexy mars ladies and and gets married and stays there i had no idea where they were going with it that so. should have been a little outtake for the end of the credits though <laughs> alternate you it's know like, it's like the end of clue
1: or this could have happened <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah, um uh, yeah, no, uh, i watched that with my house i i had read the uh it's funny to hear to say the term i read the audiobook i'd listened to the audiobook <laughs> right, and it's right. it's the The presentation of the audiobook is interesting because the actual book itself, it's just mostly told from first-person perspective of okay. Matt Damon's character just talking about how, you know, he got stranded and stuff. The book picks up with, like, right after the accident, he writes his first log, mm-hmm. okay. And the audiobook is interesting because, you know, it's all told from first-person perspective. So they actually get a guy come in, and really, it's not just some guy dryly reading Matt Damon's Right. um, characters, uh, logs, but actually really performing them as if he's dictating them to like a camera, oh, like okay. what the character does in the movie. Right, right, so right. it's kind of a weird, the audio books kind of weird in between, between just being like kind of flat text in the book and actual performance. The actual audio book oh. actually comes out across more like a, a one man radio play. Oh, nice. and uh, yeah, no, the, the the movie did that justice. So it was, yeah. I was kind of surprised much of the science and shit. They managed to pack yeah, into yeah. the movie.
0: No, I, I actually had a lot of fun with it. It's uh it's really good. Um, yeah, who who uh who reads the audiobook?
1: Oh god it's some guy. Never heard of him. Oh. I think he may have already won like a couple like audiobook reading. Really? Uh, let's see, the Martian. Should, uh, this is the exciting part where we will Google stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh... But yeah, no, it's it's really great too because well, at a certain point in the audiobook too, uh it stops being just entirely first person and cuts to third person stuff about, you know, people on earth trying to figure out how to rescue the Martian. Right. Uh, we're just gonna call him the Martian, I guess. Uh, but it's like I this th- multicultural cast of like Indian guys and all this stuff. But the, it's still the same uh, reader, but he starts throwing on all these accents, which it gets a little ridiculous because oh, okay. one of the guys trying to save him is an Indian guy, which oh, in the movie right, is played right. by Serenity. Uh, um, so he's like, hello, how are you doing? I going to go <laughs> save my demon now. He, he does sound a little bit like I poo from The Simpsons. Uh, what are you going to uh, do? It's not R. the, R. End of the Bray? Yeah,
0: that sounds about right. See, yeah. I, I, I like a good audiobook yeah i will i will listen to well i do so much work uh well i work from home so i have plenty of opportunities to listen to shit
1: and so uh people were raving about i i just wanted to see what the book was like before the movie came out because i like if if there's a movie coming out that sounds good and then i'm gonna like it and i want to go see it i'll try to like ingest the book one way or the other before it comes out just so i can get like the author's perspective and that makes that
0: makes sense yeah i uh i actually uh uh read ingested consumed the uh the harry potters i i the only harry potter book i've actually read was the first one the rest oh, really? I, I i the audiobooks uh and the, uh, those were really really well done. which um which who did who was reading your audiobooks <sighs> I, think what, in the UK, I
1: think it's Stephen fry and yes yeah, Harris...
0: it's a uh, jim dale in the uh, u.s yeah okay and i have not I am and and I mean Stephen Fry is great and Stephen Fry has an outstanding voice. Um and so I'd I'd really like to hear his ones. But uh Jim Dale uh did an amazing job uh with those. Uh you know, he he does like the kind of voices for each of the characters. Um yeah. you know, not necessarily to kind of the cartoonish degree where, you know.
1: I've heard some people criticize, I think it's him. Some people criticize Hermione as, like Hello, Harry, Ron. You know, yeah, it's, 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 a, he, he it's an put of that guy. Kind of, yet, pretending yeah, pretending he's a 12-year-old girl. But what exactly, you do? exactly.
0: Yeah. But you know, not oh. Hey, Harry, it's me, Ron. <laughs> I think we and should that's... go get some chocolate frogs.
1: Twizzlers. Ron loved <laughs> Twizzlers. Ron uh, that, of course, place. that being the ultimate audiobook for Harry Potter fans. though. Yes, yes, do- what Was it? What was it? Wizard People, dear reader. That's what it is. Yeah. Wizard
0: People, dear reader. Right.
1: Yeah. If you don't happen to know what that is, just yeah, just Google Wizard People, dear reader. Holy yeah, shit. Um, amused. Oh my god. Uh, so yeah, no, The Martian. I'm glad you like that, especially because yeah. I mean it's kind of a long movie. It's two and a half hours. If you're going to dedicate like yeah. a, you know Saturday or Friday night to that with your wife. Right. It's nice that you know, especially if you threw
0: down money for the Blu-ray that you now right. own. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, um, yeah. Any, any, um, anyway, you know, and like, because we both like Gravity as well. Mm. Um, it seems to be kind of like a little bit of a genre in movies these days. Yeah. You got this, Interstellar, Gravity. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, and this is I, terrible. I haven't seen Interstellar yet. I need to see that. It's every man. People seem to hate on that movie. Yeah, it's not that
1: great, but it's not that bad either. It's just really?
0: yeah, I don't want to talk about what I, uh... did you see uh Europa Report? What the hell's Europa Report? Europa Report, it's a smaller smaller film. It is about a manned expedition to uh one of uh Jupiter's moons. No. Is this not know. the setup
1: for like 2010?
0: I, I it might have been actually I don't remember. I haven't yeah. seen two thousand ten in forever.
1: Man, see that shit again because my housemate—he really? got like in a where he was watching that over and over again last summer, and no yeah. one cares about 2010. But it's got like Roy Scheider right. in it, John Lithgow. It's got a cast.
0: Jeez, now, see, I don't. Yeah, I don't even remember that.
1: It's not a good movie, but it's, right. it's just in the in, <laughs> you know if you're in the mood for like 80s like science fiction. I want right. to say slop. Anyway, anyway, you were talking oh, about Euro- Euro-
0: yes, Euro- yes. Uh, now, Europa. Yes, yes. No, Europa Report Report came out in what? Two- I am looking it up right now. Two thousand thirteen. Europa Report is like the world juror. <laughs> Europa Report. Europa Report. Yeah, Europa. I to Yeah, so like yeah. The time for Europa Report. Yeah. Anyway, and it was. Um, I, I remember the release was, and it's it's a it's a it's a, it's a low budget movie. Geez, I am looking at it now. It's less than ten million. Mm-hmm. It's a really low budget film. Um, the release, if I remember correctly, they did, it was one of those things where they, uh, released it on, um, uh, like digital.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, it, yeah. it had, it had a
0: like, sort of like limited theatrical release, but then it got released, uh, like on video on demand and stuff like that. Kind of a classy way to do direct-to-video these days. Yeah, exactly. And, oh, you know what? I lied. Uh, the, uh, we could, w- w- we wikipedia, uh the film was released on video on demand iTunes and Google Play Movies on TV on June 27th and theatrically on August 2nd. Oh, oh wow, so, that's interesting. Yeah, so they actually released it about a, a month early. Or no, like yeah, about a month early uh digitally. Hmm. Uh so yeah, we we rented it's it. Also not like knock it out digitally first and then put it in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it is it's it's a it's a low budget movie and it's another one of those uh movies where they really tried to be as accurate as they could with the science while still being hmm. entertaining.
1: Okay. That's uh, nice.
0: Yeah. But it is, um, uh, yeah, they're going uh, well to, to Europa, which is one of Jupiter's moons. And it's, it's about all they. uh, Did they find anything cool know? there. Well, I don't want to spoil it. Well, I don't it. know if it's
1: like, you know, the thing where they show up and there's aliens there and the guy, you know, whoever is the first one on the planet gets, you know, cause they have like, is it like, like the mission to Mars kind of thing? Um, where there's got to be some kind of metaphysical ending to it, but
0: yeah. no, it it it, it has a, a very kind of definite ending. But it it's it's one of those it um you know kind of like Martian, where it's uh I mean it, the, the a Europe report is more reliant on kind of the video log sort yeah. of uh, method of storytelling, but it's uh you know just disa- almost like a disaster movie because it's like all the all the crap that can go wrong. Mm-hmm. Again, that sounds like a,
1: yeah, like kind of like a The Martian too,
0: yeah. Yeah, no, that sounds t- really interesting. I'd never even heard about that. Yeah, yeah. Check it out when you get a chance. I, I, it, okay. it, I think it was, uh, I think it was on Netflix actually. So it, it, I'm assuming it's still on Netflix uh, mm, to okay. watch. But yeah, it's if if you are in the mood for another sort of, you know, space people getting in trouble and maybe dying but not wanting to. Oh, speaking about movies like that, yeah. do you, uh, did you end up watching Galaxy Quest again this weekend? I have not yet. Uh, it seems to be everyone's ritual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been wanting to, but part of me is just like, oh, well, am I just going to get bummed out?
1: Yeah, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. Yeah, I, I was working with a friend here from home on Friday, and we just threw it on just for shits and giggles. And man, that
0: yeah. movie, I mean, yeah, everyone loves bad Galaxy Quest. There's not a lot to say about it, but that yeah. movie fucking
1: holds awesome. up. That is a good
0: little. No, thing. it really does. I mean, uh, the wife and I, we that's that's one of our kind of go-to yeah that's that the you- thing too because if you're already seen it a billion times yeah it's yeah. not like you're, you absolutely
1: need to watch it again just because one of the cast members died
0: but, but yeah. it but it, i mean it, it it's it is one of those ones that you can like you know geez we just watched this like two weeks ago do we want to yeah, yeah let's just. Yeah, exactly exactly thing. yeah you know, it's it's yeah. that fun so oh
1: fuck it. yeah yeah. yeah that was a bummer <laughs> what a savings yeah no that's man yeah the last couple weeks shit
0: geez, i know right
1: yeah. Because it's not like I, it sounds stupid to say, but like, even you go, I don't even know these people were sick, they just kind of died out of the blue. Sure. Um, did you see the thing though, where someone had posted uh, the very last thing Alan Rickman had actually been part of? He did a little bit of voiceover for, I think, it was some kind of charity thing in the UK. Yeah. Uh, which was a thirty-second ad saying, "Here's a little turtle. If you would like to help the turtles too, you know, really? donate to this thing." And it was, it just went live like a month ago. It was just a YouTube ad, essentially. Oh, okay. And it's a little turtle eating like a strawberry. And Alan Rickman <laughs> does the voiceover. And you can tell voice Alan Rickman is sick because he's very wheezy and kind of like, uh, I'm Alan Rickman. In retrospect, it's kind of sad. Yeah, but yeah. it is funny that they just put that up this week and just be like, oh, Hey, man. look, this, he, this is the last thing he did. And you know, he just happened to do it for us. And uh, um, Yeah, Alan Rickman, fucking David Bowie. fucking. Yeah, well, I mean,
0: I, I mean, we can talk about that in the Geekwee News yeah, review. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's been a crappy couple of... <laughs> Been a, kind of a crappy 2016 so far. Yeah, it's only two weeks old. Jesus I Christ! I know, Right? At least no one's gotten
1: shot up or exploded that <laughs> we know of, or anything like that. It could be worse. At least it's just
0: individual celebrities dying, and not like people dying right. thousands from
1: like an Indian typhoon or something.
0: Well, you guys got like what's what's that, what's that crap going on up there in, in Oregon? Who? No, the the friggin' militia people or some nonsense. Yeah, just
1: like thank God no one's died from that too. But like. <laughs> Something sounded like a couple ranchers, they got arrested for poaching, okay. and they had served their time, but because of, like, mandatory minimum sense, sense, uh, sentencing laws, they were due to go back into jail, which everyone does agree is kind of fucked up. Right. But in order to protest this, a bunch of the ranchers and their buddies got together and said, oh, we're going to protest the government by taking over, like, in a... Abandoned fucking structure out in the middle of the woods which no one cared about anyway <laughs> okay. and like essentially daring the government to like, sh- like get them out by force and of course uh, the government was okay. like oh no we're just gonna let you freeze to death because I guess they were anticipating they weren't anticipating being there for weeks on end I think they were wow. just hoping to go out in a, in a blaze of glory hence okay. them sending out the notice saying hey can you please send snacks because we were not actually prepared to actually oh, have to live here for the rest of this
0: uh, oh jeez so. okay that's as much as I know about it. That's, but, yes, uh, and I, 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 all I know is apparently people are sending them dildos. Yeah, and well, one about, of the guys from like Cards Against Humanity sent like fifteen hundred
1: dollars with a lube. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> which that's that's a terrible <laughs> use of fifteen hundred dollars. Ninety dollars. Like these guys are protesting the government, how they don't need right. do the government, but like they're asking people to send and, them snacks through the mail. Of course,
0: of course, the
1: government mail, Through
0: the government, through mail. The, through the government <laughs> run mail. Issues. Yeah, I mean, did big they at least like her. say, like, FedEx it to us, please? Yeah, or something. Yeah, UPS, <laughs> please, yeah, voice government. But,
1: yeah, um, god, yeah, <laughs> oh, um, man. this week, uh, speaking of video game <laughs> stuff, I just started uh, playing my first, well, that uh, technically, this is my pretty much my bazillionth attempt uh yeah. to play final fantasy six for tardy the party podcast oh okay very uh, nice i shouldn't be talking about stuff i'm doing for another podcast that's not right. the one we're currently on but uh yeah i've got another podcast called tardy to the party where uh you me can find that over at TardyParty.com. party i think it's tardy podcast. <laughs> no it's, it's I, yeah that's this i is, know i, would I have know agreed tardy with you. it's a yeah. joke but I, then I would have actually forgot the URL, because <laughs> um, I have a history of not remembering the URL for my other podcast. Uh, Boy Howdy is easy, because it's just boyhowdypodcast.com. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, uh, one of the things I'm doing for that podcast is uh, I did not play Final Fantasy 6 back in the day when it first came out, and I have tried a couple different times to try to play through it. Right. Uh, once with w- the game When it came Nance. out as...
0: As Final Fantasy three originally yeah. on the, the SNES, yeah. Um, yeah, and
1: I played Final Fantasy II on the SNES, and I fucking adored that, but mm. uh, not too long after the Super Nintendo came out, I had, uh, the, the Super Nintendo came out right before uh, I went into high school, and I played right. the first couple of big releases for the Super Nintendo, but I got distracted by, you know, girls and new social stuff. You know, it was high school, right? right. and so I missed out on, like, Final Fantasy VI and a lot of the big classics from the Super wow. Nintendo. And so this is me going back, and yeah, this is like my fourth attempt to try to uh, play through Final Fantasy VI. I've tried it on a whole bunch of other different consoles and stuff, but I just got distracted for one reason or another. Right. And this time I've actually managed to put like four or five hours in. I am in Southern oh. Figaro. Um, have you? You've played Final Fantasy VI, right? Y- you know what?
0: Then people are going to lambast me. I've never played it. I, you know what? Ooh. I have never played through a Final Fantasy game you've played. You've played them, though, right? I, you know what? I, I, I have not played uh, Final. F- well, and and I, again, going by the Japanese numbering system, yeah. I have not played. Uh, I didn't play Final Fantasy IV when it came out. I did not play Final mm. Fantasy VI pl- when it came out. <laughs> Mainly because I was just not into RPGs at the time. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, I when Final Fantasy VII came out, and this is going to win me no friends here. <laughs> uh, people who. People who do not know me but listen to your show, I yeah. when Final Fantasy seven came out, I was super hyped for because by that time I was like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm down with RPGs. I like I, I was playing RPGs at that point. Okay, and I was working at Babbage's. If you remember what a Babbage's is back I in the love th- that when place, it came yeah. out, yes, and that it was that game was so hyped. We had a ton, like a couple hundred pre-orders for it. Did you guys uh, have the
1: TVs out in the front? Uh, yeah. Okay, cause yeah, Babbage's. I always remembered that. Like, and whenever I saw Babbage's in the mall, they would have. Uh, there was like a little knee high uh, cardboard bay of uh, TVs
0: always playing uh, previews of the upcoming games yep. on VHS. Yeah, they would. They would send us. Uh, the corporate office would send us uh, videotapes every month or so with yeah. with a new set of previews to cycle through.
1: Yeah, and back then, outside of TV commercials, that was the only way to see new games that were coming out actually in motion. So that yeah. like, I always made a point of specifically going to Babbage's for that TV display. Yes. and you would see like stuff like, yeah, Final Fantasy VII for the first time in motion. Yep. Um,
0: and and yeah, we and I. It was a huge deal too because uh, you know, like I said, we had so many pre-orders for it. We actually and um and, and you know my manager at the time he was nuts i mean he was a great guy <laughs> and a, a stupid good salesman um oh, yes. uh, j- just just to tangentially here give you an idea of what a huge salesman this guy was uh because i i'd worked at babbage's for like eight years or so i worked there for a long ass time and he was I, uh, for a good chunk of that, I was the assistant manager of the store, and uh, Jeff was the guy's name, was the manager. Mm-hmm. He, we were, our store uh, was the highest ranked in the company, in the entire company for 3DO sales. Oh, Jesus Christ. This that guy must have been good, yeah. This, this guy, he was, he was huh. selling 3DO systems to people. We also had, and I'm not making this up, a uh, 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 hundred and fifty pre-orders for the m2 system the hell was the m2 system the m2 system was a planned add-on for the 3do oh, jesus christ that never came out yeah. it was it was uh yeah they were there was you know some hypothetical <laughs> 3do, it 3DO it, like, expansion suburban illinois yeah, <laughs> yes it was right out in the middle of the chicago suburbs uh,
1: we, Swindle yeah, one
0: hundred and fifty yeah. randos that just happened to be walking past that that shop in the mall. Yeah, and he he yeah he was he was a very good salesman, but but he was uh, so dedicated to uh, getting uh, you know getting people what they wanted. Uh, he had talked to like the the regional manager and like the district manager, and he set it up so on Final Fantasy's release date. Final Fantasy VII's release date, he actually, like, like, I was running the store that night with a couple of the other people, uh, you know, working there. He went, he actually drove up to, like, O'Hare Airport and met the airplane. <laughs> like, met, like, the FedEx plane that was flying in the deliveries. He was a limit, because, you know, the, the plane would show up. Yeah, and then it would get lo- with the shipments, and then they would load it onto the truck, and then haul it to. Yeah, it's a our whole store. process to get yeah get yeah. that stuff to, into your storage, uh, he, into the store. He showed that, up you know. at the airport, what, and got the shipment of Final Fantasy Seven games off the plane, and drove them to our store. Holy shit! Get them to people like
1: and it sounds like it would have cut like may- that's called kind of cutting like maybe 12 hours off of yes yeah because if it's at the airport you know it's got to you know go through
2: Man, right fucking nuts
0: yeah he was he was super nuts about it but this was h- how hyped that game was back in the day too yeah and yeah i remember him uh <laughs> running coming into the store finally and we, we had, like, you know, there were, there, there were people milling about and he comes running in. He was like, Phil, they're out in my car. Come help me haul them in. So, <laughs> so it was us. Well, how in many copies th- of the game did he have? Uh, a few hundred. Okay. Okay. Well, which,
1: uh, back then, you know, the, like the games yeah. weren't that, like, you know,
0: that, that, that would still fill up the back of a car.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, for
0: sure. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah I mean we had like you know maybe 200 300 pre orders for the thing. Jesus Christ. That's yeah. that's actually pretty cool to hear. I mean this guy yeah. sounds
1: nuts but like yeah. if I were a customer of that Babbages that that is the ideal oh, yeah. sh- uh, shop
0: you want to be uh, We had a lot, a lot of loyal lot. customers. Yeah, no, <laughs> we, I can imagine why. Yeah. But yeah, so I w- and, and you know I was right there on the hype trade and I picked it up and I was super <laughs> excited about it. I get it home, I start playing it. I I'm I play about 2 3 hours in and I'm just yeah. like yes i'm just not enjoying this at all <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, for free uh, drink coasters yeah yeah no that sucks when when the game yeah. just bounces off you and you can't
0: even yeah. know, you don't even know, necessarily know why yeah, yeah it's just like the, the, the characters weren't connecting with me the stories weren't the story wasn't connecting with me yeah uh the battle system wasn't connecting what with
1: was me the rpg that like how did you get into rpgs like what was <laughs> like what what did you have this to compare to?
0: Well okay, and see this is this is terrible too, because uh the first r p g that I actually sat down and played, the first one that hooked me uh and 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 i'm gonna i'm gonna preface this by saying it's not a good game mm-hmm. it's everyone's gonna be like, Oh, what the hell really something. Yeah, like, th- you know what it was uh Fantasy Star three
2: uh, on the
0: jets. Which, was that not a good? I'm not super it, familiar with the Fantasy Stars. Was that not a good one? Fantasy Star Three is is very much uh, kind of despised by mm-hmm. Fantasy Star fans. It's it's, well, it's, it's, it's.
1: if that's your first one, then you have nothing to compare it to. So you know, because yeah. you know,
0: it it is. It's it's totally like the black sheep of the series. Like everyone loved the first Fantasy Star. Everyone loved Fantasy Star Two. Fantasy Star Three comes out. It was it was apparently developed by a completely different team. Mm. Uh, and it, it's, it's very, uh, the tone is very different from all the other games. So everyone hated three and then yes. like fantasy star four came around and it was like the, the fantasy star two people made it. And it was yeah, like, they Oh, finally it's, third it's third back. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh I, I was reading some article in some old video game magazine. I think it was game players magazine. Uh, they had a big article about Fantasy Star Three, and I, they just had a bunch of maps and talking about all the items and stuff. And I was like, "Oh, this sounds actually kind of interesting." I've been kind of ignoring uh, RPGs for for years, so maybe I'll give this a try. And I tried it and ended up really loving it. And that sort of got me hooked on on RPGs. And you know, I didn't play a ton of them because they are such a time sink. Um, but you know that was like i said fancy star 3 was one that sort of introduced me to it uh what made me fall in love with with uh the concept of rpgs although i now you know thinking about it i think maybe it just made me fall in love with uh that particular game was uh lunar on sega cd yeah that's the thing because i know like oh man yeah okay yeah Yeah, lunar i played that and did did you ever play lunar
1: no, I've actually heard my most of my awareness about that series is from you mm-hmm.
0: talking about on Player One. Yeah. Okay, L- Lunar is such a great game. I mean it's it's got a fun little battle system, but the uh, just the story and the characters are yeah, fantastic. Looking, wow. is it like a top down? No, no, it's not top down. Okay,
1: <laughs> and um, are confused with uh, the Ease games and stuff.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, Ease Ease is
1: more uh, action. Yeah, oh, those, that's those you are our um uh Crontendo guy um the this oh, stuff it is. Will his, in his videos and stuff too. Yeah, I've seen this stuff okay. before, but yeah, okay, okay. I'm looking yeah. it up now on on, on
0: Google. Yeah, now. and it, and you know uh, the Sega because it was originally a Sega CD game, mm-hmm. and it was working designs. And I know a lot of people kind of crap on on it now for working designs translations. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do which one to expect. Ladies, were, early '90s stuff. Yeah, like, they were yeah, the, all that stuff kind like yeah. that. But um but i loved it back in the day i thought it just added a lot of charm to it and Hmm. it is it's a a really great game and yeah like i said the characters are fantastic and then uh lunar 2 came out and that game takes place like a hundred years after the original one eternal blue yes okay yes uh so you're you're just looking at the wikipedia
1: entry for lunar yeah
0: yeah and it's it's a completely uh, new set of characters. There are some some story elements that tie it into the first game. So but you're playing this before the other
1: stuff. Before wait, you said? This, so you played this? Well, what am I saying? Because you played Fantasy Star Three on the on the Genesis. Yes. And is, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, so yeah, Fantasy Star Three was is the one stuck that stuck Okay. Yeah, the Lunar Games is what kind of made me go like, ooh, yeah, oh, this. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, now I'm wondering if did Lunar and Lunar Two. Make me love RPGs, or did it just make me love the Lunar games? Yeah. Well, Which, have I you mean, been a big fan of RPGs since? Yeah. Well, you know, I've 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 played some, um, but again, you know, it's it's just it's it's a matter of time. For yeah. Me, you well, know? especially yeah, you, you with, with yeah being a
1: parent and stuff like that.
0: Especially. Well, I mean nowadays, yeah, forget it.
1: Um, but, um it's bad enough with like open world games, much less you know, yeah, an eighty hour uh, RPG yeah. game.
0: Man, yeah, I yeah. do. That's the thing.
1: Like trying to find the time just to play Final Fantasy VI. Mm-hmm. Man, I remember. Like that's that's the nice thing about having games like that when you were a kid because you had so much yes. time that you could easily throw twenty oh, hours man. into a game
0: like that in a week. Well, uh, you know, I uh, geez, what was it with Lunar Two? That game came out. Geez, that game that game came out late.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I believe, I believe the original uh, PlayStation may have been out. When Lunar Two came out, uh, it came out in North America in September '95. Yeah, so that's yeah, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Because yeah, I had actually, I at that point, I had just started college. Um. Uh, I, well. Like actual, like because I had I had done like my two year associate so degree.
1: Clown college doesn't count.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but uh, wait, you know what? When you uh, ever
1: say anyone, this is when I started an actual college. It does raise some questions about yeah. <laughs> what's the fake college you went to.
0: The fake college was my uh, junior college. I went okay, to uh, a yeah. community college for two yeah, years. Okay, that's cool. And uh, th- I'm this is not going to be smart junior college. Eh, you college. know, it's the high school after high school. Yeah, but Ain't um. No <laughs> the, uh, no, this, this uh, they, I was playing it, uh, during the, uh, like, semester where I attempted going to film school. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. And, they been there, uh, done that. Yeah, yeah, that did not last long. Um, <laughs> got too many <laughs> video games to play. <laughs> <I was laughs> uh, well, see, my, my problem was not so much the video games, it was just, uh, me realizing I don't think I can handle two to four years of film school. Yeah. Because, uh,
1: I didn't really have film school. I had uh, I spent a summer uh, at the Pittsburgh Filmmakers. Um, oh, really, I bought a bunch of classes for myself. You know, it wasn't one of those things where it was accredited or anything like that. But you just learned how to manipulate right. manipulate film. And I right. spent a whole summer just like shooting and cutting on sixteen millimeter film, which is oh, really? fine. It's yeah. one of those things where I was like, there's got to be an easier way to do this. If 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 I were if I if I had grown up with the YouTube stuff, the, and right. the access to Oh, I feel yeah. a, like that 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 would have been a different thing, but like, yeah, working with all this outdated equipment, which even like in the <laughs> mid '90s was already feeling like this is this ah uh, this is archaic. Whatever skills I learned here, I can't right. imagine this in the future. And I was right, but
0: yeah, yeah. Um, do you do you want to hear? Do you want to? And, and again, tangents and and
1: oh, sudden tells me we're not actually going to be talking about no. this, too much actual podcast specific no. stuff today. This no. is us pretty much just recording our casual conversation for what, two hours.
0: What you know? are the odds of Annie skipping this episode or or just like? <laughs> clenching her fists and listening and just yelling uh, for us to actually get onto she's a topic. She'll
1: probably just be happy that I'm not like, <laughs> that we're not talking about
0: transgendered people or anything like that.
1: Like she's probably fine. If we're just talking about the safe stuff, like video games oh, and man. film school, she's, she'll she probably be happy about that. Actually. Yeah.
0: If, have you, I, I don't know if I've ever talked about this on, on player one or anything, but have you heard my, my film school story? Oh, like so. what happened to me? Yeah so okay so uh after high school i i and like i said i went to two years of, of junior college just because mm-hmm. we couldn't afford uh to send me off to a state school or anything like that and i didn't know what i wanted to do anyway i had i had zero uh desire to to continue school i was just sick of school at that point yeah. and school. and well you know and, and and it's not like i was i was you know, a, a dumb kid or anything. I was, you know, I was in all the honors classes oh, and stuff doctor. like that. I was just burnt out, yeah, you know, I was just yeah. Well,
1: that's the thing. If you do well enough, you do get kind of burned out. You don't necessarily yeah. want to just dive right back into that shit again,
0: especially right. now if now you're paying for that shit. Exactly.
1: Yeah. It's and a I, whole different kind of burden.
0: Yeah. And and I had no idea what I wanted to do professionally or anything. So I did the junior college for a while. And then uh what I when I finally figured out like, oh, you know what might be fun? I was actually, uh, I wanted to get an animation. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted to do. Not that, not that I can draw cause I, I cannot draw, oh, I but can I be. just, I, I just, you know, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to learn to draw and I wanted to learn to animate just cause I was like way into cartoons and stuff like that. And I was like, That's, that would be a fun thing to do with my life. So I, I, uh, ended up, Going to uh, Columbia College in Chicago, mm-hmm. which at least you know in the I I have no idea, um, uh, you know, if anyone's heard of it outside of Chicago. I mean, it's certainly not like know, it's it's, it's no like you know Cal Arts or anything in terms of animation. But at least in that sort of Chicagoland area, that was like okay, this is the this is the art. Yeah, the student. kind of the thing. Yeah, yeah. See, it's, it's the art school you go to. Yeah. Um. So so I went there and I, I go there and I, I'm registering for classes and you know, I'm talking, yeah, I'm talking with an advisor and it's like, well, what do you want to do? And what do you want to major in? And I was like, well, I want to do, I want to get into the animation program. I want to, I want to make cartoons and stuff. And I'm like, okay, well that's, animation falls under our film video major. Yeah. So, you know, you need to, to to uh, to to take classes for that and it's like okay sweet well, what do I got to do and first of all I got screwed over uh, by being a transfer student yeah because one thing I learned was that school hates transfer students
1: Oh. Uh,
0: and it's like okay well but they wouldn't I mean, take your credits from uh, community college well they they would but what they uh, because I was a transfer student I could not register for classes right away uh, I had to register for what. I, I, I guess had, maybe they want to. Yeah, no, that's kind of yeah. all. All the people who you know, all the the, the full time stu- you know, the people who start start going there, they get first choice. With classes. I can see why you'd give those people priority, but still, that's yeah. Um, yeah. So so not only did I I, I couldn't register right away uh, because my last name uh, starts with a T. I I was at the <laughs> end. The right thing of, to decide your fate in any I kind know, of fucking right? story. Yeah. I know. So I I got to register for classes like on the very last day, and oh, I okay, go there. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And oh, I'm like, geez. okay, what classes are in my major? <laughs> there was one class, fucking finger was, painting. It, 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 beginning drawing. Oh, beginning drawing. So so oh, I was like, man. so wait, I'm I'm stuck like this whole semester I'm just taking one class, and they're like, well, yes, but then next semester you'll be a returning student, so you can register right away.
1: Yeah, first pick, yeah.
0: Okay, so that's, you know, that's fine, Like you know, and that's when uh I got to play, you know, I, I could sit down for 12 hours straight and play Lunar 2 because I have one class. <laughs> exactly, and I, yeah. And, and I believe the class only met one day a week too. Oh it was God. like a Wednesday class or something. Holy shit, so, yeah.
1: So is this? You're, this is this is like the this is like the educational equivalent of like having a podcast. You just show up one day a week for a couple yes. hours, and that's yes. it. like yeah, it's not really a like, an
0: actual education. It's just like and, yeah, and, and and you know what was and it was um it you know it was beginning drawing class, and it wasn't a very good class uh, either, mm-hmm. just because the uh, the the woman teaching it was very much into kind of abstract expression of drawing you know it was it was one of those oh, you know, God. and if you're having drawing 101 you can't be
1: out You track you need, needed some basic fundamentals about right. how to draw you can't just be yeah. like like let's let's pretend we're matisse or something like that you exactly.
0: need figure your drawing yeah. you need yeah and, oh. and, and, and here i am wanting to learn you know because again my my focus is trying to make cartoons so i'm wanting to learn how to you know draw figures and stuff like that and her yeah. whole thing was okay here's a bowl of fruit on the table draw that but no don't don't draw don't 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 develop any skills you could actually use right it was it was don't it was don't draw the fruit draw the air around the fruit
1: no yes that is that is a bad college that is a bad teacher yes (laughs) it was (laughs) actually I and- have had many art teachers, and I can tell you, that is someone who was, yeah, that is the wrong fucking hire yeah. for that job. That is the wrong philosophy
0: for that <laughs> class. Holy shit. And for, you know, it took a couple sessions for me to kind of get into the group. Oh, of what Phil, wants. that sucks. Yeah. And, and basically what it ended up me, uh, doing was just me making streaks of charcoal on paper. And then she would go, <sighs> yes, that's what I want. That's what I want.
1: This is what you're paying for. This is your college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially, so, wipe your ass
0: on a fucking piece of paper once a week. After that nonsense, oh man, I was able to to uh, you know returning uh, returning student. <laughs> yeah, finally. So yeah, I I was able to to register for my my classes, and I go there and I'm like, okay, so I guess I'm you know animation. It's a film video major. What classes do you need to take? And they uh, they tell me that, okay, well, these are all the kind of uh, requirement film classes you need to take. Oh, man, that's not good. And one of them was like a, a film appreciation class. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was an actual like, uh, you know, learning to use a camera type class.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, one of them was an actual like uh, an animation class. Oh, okay. So I was like, okay, cool. So I go in and... Uh, you know, I I, I I do my classes. the uh, The animation class seemed actually pretty fantastic. Uh, I remember the teacher. She, she actually she had used to work for uh, Midway, I believe the the arcade, really, uh, company. Yeah, she was like an animator. Huh. Um, like she and she had she had told us uh, that she had worked on like Smash TV, and NARC. I don't you know, Was she, she actually working for the games? It sounds like like the actual like animation for the games. Yeah, yeah. You she know. was a, like an animator on those on those games, and I I was just I like, would oh. assume she was like just designing cabinet art for like stand. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah, no. She she would actually uh, had done like some of the animation, and I was super hyped because I was just oh damn Smash that's TV, fucking cool. Oh, yeah, fuck that's I love that stuff, and and I was like the one guy in the class who was just like oh I want to talk to you about Nark. <laughs>
1: But you know, it was. Well, especially it was, I gotta assume all these other film nerds too are like, like most of them are
0: like, oh, video games. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. Like, yeah, and um, and wow. and the the film appreciation class was totally not up my alley. It was, yeah. uh, the 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 class was. It was like every week we would watch a movie, and you know we'd have to to write like a five page paper about it um they 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 gave us a list of the movies we were going to watch and it was and, and you know i'm i'm no i'm i'm no film snob you know I and mean, it, it, it's like none of the movies i had heard of there was like maybe one or two movies that i had heard of even, on stuff the that you've list? even
1: heard of since then it was, no, was the- like so it's not like Citizen Kane or Samurai. No, I, like, no, no.
0: It was all like, like, okay, you can understand that like, okay, yeah. Yeah, it was like, you know, like you know, a bunch of foreign films that I had never heard of. It's, and, you what's,
1: know. what's it on The Simpsons? The fucking uh, Soviet mouse cartoon that like, <laughs> get, that Krusty brings out? I just imagine the cinematic <laughs> equivalent yeah, of that where it's like, exactly. no one's ever heard of this before. No one's ever going to hear about this again. Why are
0: we even looking yeah. at this? Yeah, the, the, first, the first week we watched uh, Heart of Darkness. Okay. which which i had, which you know which i had heard of and you know what this is this is terrible uh and that's the documentary about the making of uh of apocalypse now uh, yeah yeah which uh which you know, I, i've never actually seen apocalypse now you're not missing much really
1: yeah so it's okay i'm sure at the time it came out maybe it was mind-blowing but now it's kind of like oh it's dudes in a jungle oh, okay. why am i not watching <laughs> platoon anyway yeah.
0: well yeah because as uh you know and we in and, and like I, I'm, I don't remember the list. I think there may have been like a like a Charlie Chaplin movie on there or something. It's like okay, you know, I can dig that, but it was you know, like I said, it was mostly just foreign films and stuff like that, and and not not to dis- not to besmirch foreign films. It was just you know, it's oh, not like- my not my bag, you know, and and.
1: Especially, yeah. Yeah, especially as an introductory class too it could be a little more user friendly not quite right. so much like wanna throw into the Deep. we're not going to sit here and watch like all 8 hours of right. war falls
0: empire or something yeah mm-hmm. yeah like i mean you know like like you said like citizen kane and, and stuff yeah, like that, that would be more the sense. like hey you know what who here likes
1: star wars hey Let's right. let's first why he was a big influence on like at least give give everyone an entry point into like the film and then exactly yeah, yeah it it's, was all it was
0: all very obscure you know uh, kind of stuff um so that was like okay this is gonna be a little rough this kind of isn't my thing but and the other class uh was like the you know, the 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 actual filmmaking class where uh, the the semester. Uh, would be building up towards the final project, which we would, would be us making like a a five minute short film. Uh, very basic stuff. It would be silent. It would be black and white. But it would, you know, it would just be us, you know, learning how to use the camera and editing and stuff like that. Yeah, and I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. And we go around the the, the first day of the class. Uh, we go around, and I, I remember the 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 woman teaching that class. She was. She was uh oh. Uh oh, I hear that. Uh oh. Uh oh. Someone's reproduced. My son is at the Actually, I think my Which, wife may have distracted.
1: On the Boy Howdy podcast, we are accepting of smaller children. We're a fucking E. Oh, cheese over here.
0: Yeah. That's good. I anyway, love okay. that. The um um the the woman teaching the the filmmaking class was she had just taken over the class. She was actually a student. She had just graduated Whoa, from okay, yeah. She had graduated from the school like just a uh, two or three years prior, so she was she was super young um but you know she was you know she was she was very much kind of in the mindset of the student at that point still yeah that's because, that's interesting to hear yeah yeah, which you know I was like okay that's you know that could be that could be kind of cool and the the first day of class uh she has us we go around the room, and there's you know maybe thirty of us in there and it's 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 one of those, okay, introduce yourself, uh, tell us why you are taking this class, uh, tell us uh some of your favorite films, your favorite directors. And you know, let's just kind of you get to know everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know, this was what, like ninety-five. This was ninety-five or ninety-six. Mm-hmm. And, and we're going around the rooms and everyone is talking uh you know it's 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 either everyone's uh oh favorite and, and you you can tell where this is going everyone yeah. well first of all you know you have the couple people who uh their favorite films are you know some obscure art film or some obscure foreign film and some director who you've never heard of yeah. that kind of thing um or and i i think i mentioned this to you over twitter a, a couple days ago. Yeah, this is timely as hell. Actually, the fact that you bring this, up this whole story and everything. Yeah, this, this was right, right after Pulp Fiction hit, which ruined everything. Yeah, and like two thirds of that damn class were jackasses. <laughs> who, I I work in a video store, just like Quentin Tarantino used to do, and yeah. I sit around watching movies all day, just like Tarantino used to do. And I have the idea for the next Pulp Fiction, and that's that's that's. Every goddamn dude in that class was, convinced. and that was that was pretty much film school. From what I've heard from everybody who yes. was in film school for the next decade
1: after that, That's that was everybody was just it was. And I okay. love. And I, I pretty much I until I the loved. Matrix came out, and then I think everyone yeah. was like, "I'm going to make it." It's, it's that kind of thing. And then suddenly everyone's like, "I'm going to make it the next Dark Knight when that came." You know, exactly. they, there's always some kind of new thing. Well, you although Pulp really was a watershed filmmaking oh, thing, yeah,
0: yeah, that yeah. really, more than anything else, really did yeah. ruin film school for a lot of and, people. And it did. It convinced every single dude who worked at a local video store. Yeah, yeah. every every fast
1: talking fucking <sighs> asshole.
0: Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. And and it comes around to me. Okay. <laughs>
1: like I like the last unicorn.
0: And I am like the least pretentious dude when it comes to movies and stuff. Yeah. And and so so it comes to me and I'm like, well, and and, and of course everyone's their their reasons for being in in the class is they have this vision. Yeah. And they they have these stories they they've been wanting to tell for years yeah, and they're going to put a footnote in <gasps> there
1: what well, will eventually be like the legacy yes. orson wellesian yes b- auto
0: bio of their lives yeah yes and see when it, and, and be there with them and and my my orson wellesian uh bit is is more related to uh that's the dude who was unicron in the Transformers. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i like turtles yeah <laughs> it comes around to me and i'm just like yeah my name's phil um I'm like in trickle. this. I'm in this class because, uh, well, because I want to get into the animation program, and they told me that I have to take this class. So <laughs> I don't have any grand vision or anything, but yeah, uh, I'm just here. This, I gotta need the credit. <laughs> this is a requirement that I have to take. <laughs> and then it's like, uh, let's see, what movies do I like? Oh, um, wow. <laughs> and uh, the first one out of my mouth is so like, well, I really like the Star Wars movies. Oh no! And, well, that and, also yeah. makes you another kind of nerd
1: in the film class, where we're like, yeah, exactly, yeah. Well,
0: and, and see, keep this in mind too. This was '96. Yeah, Star oh, Wars. Oh, that's
1: true. It's 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 Star, Star Wars, Wars was not
0: cool, then. Star Wars was not something that was talked about. We were still like five years out from the prequels, which not yeah. that the prequels were good, but at least they were Star Wars hype and people were talking about. Yeah, it. Yeah, this is a year or two before the special editions and all exactly. that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. no one had had thought about Star Wars for oh, you know fifteen man. years. But, of course, I still feel like, yeah, I like the Star Wars movies. And you should have s- just the – you could hear the noise, the Yeah. air in the out, yeah. burning and looking at me. And I, I looks of disgust. I am not exaggerating that. People looking at me just like, the hell are you doing in How the here? How did you
1: survive in that class
0: for the next semester, then? Well, well, hold on, Bill. We're getting there oh no <laughs> it's 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 my stories they take a long time to get nowhere but we're getting yeah, nowhere yeah,
2: so I um, yeah
0: and and of course and you know as soon as that when when everyone's looking at me like i'm just the biggest jackass that they've ever seen insulting their their artistic visions and i'm trying to salvage salvage it and i'm just like um uh let's see i also and and i'm trying to get like i i really I something, yeah. enjoy the works of uh what and who can I think of like a film director? I can just say their last
1: name and sound exactly. like yeah, and Romero the
0: first, or the first one that came into my head, and again mid nineties, was Tim Burton. <laughs> that's and, but you insane. know, at the, at the time Tim Burton was making good movies. He had not made Mars Attacks yet. He had not made you know Play <laughs> of the Apes. Yeah, that's yeah, not you know, the
1: worst. Yeah. You know,
0: and, and 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 I remember as soon as I was like, I really well, you know, like I think like Ed Wood had just come out.
1: Yeah. You know? Actually, i
0: would—that's a good. Actually, that would have been. Yeah, that would nice Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. So I was like, yeah, you know, I really enjoy the the works of Tim Burton. <laughs> there was, there was one goth girl in the class. You know, she had like the, you know, the the typical kind of stereotypical uh, goth girl look to her. She just. See, I can not eye- imagine if this would make you her best friend or her well, most loathed well, fucking enemy. Her eyes just brightened. <laughs> she just kind of went. a big dopey grin on her face she pointed at me like just couldn't be happier that someone else in there so you you so this is essentially hot topic reacting to suncoast video just yeah Yeah. yes and then and 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 we go around the class and the uh the the professor was she i don't even know if she was technically a professor but the 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 teacher she's She's talking about, you know, what we're going to be learning, what we're going to be building up to, the making of our film. And I already have ideas going on about, like, you know, oh, you know, what can I do? I mean, I know it's going to be silent. I know it's going to be black and white. But, you know, I'll get my friends. We'll do something stupid. Do something, yeah. You know, it, I'm I'm thinking, like, what kind of funny little. Would this have be been, sh- like, shooting on, like, yeah, uh, black and white, like, just actual film film stuff? It wasn't, like, video. Yeah, video. yeah it would have been, like, film stuff. It's actual film yeah right and i'm i'm you know just trying to think of like you know what silly little jokey you know kung fu comedy kind of just stupid nonsense i can do just like oh yeah this is gonna be great because you know at at that time i had already been making little short films on video Mm -hmm. with with me and my friends you know kind of kind of like a you know Brendan Small's home movies kind of yeah, just like you pretty know. much any kid with a with an interest in yeah, movies exactly. and a camcorder did like in the 80s, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So I was just like, yeah, what can I what can I I'm going to do something like that. And you know, just totally just just kind of come up with whatever nonsense, you know, even just kind of the poke fun at the the class and the attitudes of the other students I can think of. And then um the woman teaching the class she's like okay well you know just to give you an idea of what we're going to be doing i'm going to show you my film that i made when i was in this class you know Mm -hmm. like two years ago yeah Yeah, yeah, i'm going to show you my film and she's turning it down and she's like you know and so this is this is my movie uh that i made it's it's about my rape at which point you know here i am thinking to get my friends we're gonna do like fake yeah you're just gonna fake, do some kind of stupid schm- schmucky fucking yeah, fluff yeah jokey nonsense and then i hear this this is the film about my rape and my heart just went oh no jesus oh no. and i'm you assuming know,
1: this is like every time this lady brought up her movie like she didn't have like clicks collect- like she wouldn't ease anyone into that it's not like she's like yeah. okay she likes like here's my movie about like my first period
0: or something like that it right. just goes straight on to like this is her it, calling card it's like yeah. hey have you heard about my movie about my rape Yeah, and she plays it and it's her in like a, a like a, in a small enclosed black room and she's nude and she's huddled in a in a like in a ball like fetal position and like suddenly hands start bursting through the walls and they're grabbing her and I'm just watching this and I'm just like you know, I'm, I'm, I'm. I, you know, this poor woman. Yeah. I'm horrified by what I'm seeing. I'm horrified by what this this poor woman went through. I'm, I'm also, also horrified yeah. that that I'm going to be doing some stupid slapstick garbage. Yeah, there's
1: some existential angst here on a couple different levels, both immediate and oh my god, what I have to I have to deal with in the future? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, and I'm that's, just like, oh. what?
0: This is this is not. <laughs> you're at a couple
1: this, multiple levels of shit right now yeah, yeah
0: I, this is not what i signed up for oh, i um, hope that
1: lady i hope she had a fruitful future in film yes. or whatever the hell yeah, yeah. life yeah. held in store for her but yeah for yeah. you right there young baby yeah. field uh, theobald oh, yeah okay.
0: well how and what, what happened what happened was i lasted a week in that program okay, yeah. and realized <laughs> you know what i don't think this school's for me <laughs> so, so did you formally drop out or what did you do? i, I did i formally dropped out and uh and just started working, and then uh, did you go uh, straight from that to uh, to Babbage's? Uh, well, I, I had been I had been working at Babbage's like through high school. I was so. gonna say
1: because that makes sense because if you worked there for eight years and you were like at right. doing game magazine stuff less than a yeah. decade later, yeah, so,
0: yeah, yeah, no, so I I, I dropped out <laughs> and oh, kind man. of just went back to video game retail, and then uh, eventually, well, actually, not even eventually, but like a couple years later, started doing work for like EGM and stuff like that. So I, yeah. I kind of weaseled my way into, into, you know,
1: man, was that? Cause you must've, yeah. okay. Yeah. You must've started working for EGM and stuff. Right. When I started reading EGM again, cause I used to read EGM. Uh, I started e- reading EGM with like issue number two. Oh, okay and, yeah, yeah yeah. but yeah. again because you know i I dropped out of uh, playing games and stuff right in right school. like from pretty much from 1990 to 1994 uh like i stopped reading all the game magazines and everything yeah. too. i wasn't playing games but like yeah right around 96 97 when i picked up a yeah. Nintendo 64 again that's yep. when i started reading the game
0: magazines and stuff and i remember your name showed up and all yeah that. yeah yeah you, you probably read some because yeah i think it was like 80 80 like late 87 maybe or so was when i started at egm or 97 so, yeah. what did i say
1: Eighties,
0: yeah, it was well, probably not. A founder.
1: You could have been just you know. <laughs> well, would you would have been a very early yeah. janitor there, very quiet. Seventh, 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 grade. Phil working That's at funny the. That your art school thing. I had no idea you dropped out of fucking film school because I dropped I out of art school. For kind of oh, very really? similar circumstances. Really. Um, I don't know if I ever talked about this on the podcast. So, uh, when I was in my senior year of high school, um, yeah. I went to a summer program for an art school. Uh, just kind of like got, it Essentially, was artistic summer camp. We we're out in the woods, out in yeah. the middle of nowhere, uh, in Erie, Pennsylvania, and it was essentially just a three month retreat where a whole bunch of uh, artists from all over the state of Pennsylvania got together, and we just did art stuff all all summer long. And one of the things I did there was I there was a little animation class being taught by this guy who uh, was supposedly friends with Joe Dante, okay. uh, the guy who directed Gremlins, and. The guy who directed Gremlins. What <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> he also did, like, what was it the? What was the the, the movie he did about the little fucking action figures small, and
0: stuff small like soldiers? That? Yeah, he's done small other soldiers, stuff. Yeah. but Gremlins which, is kind of what which, he's known which, for. Which I mean, small soldiers is kind of just Gremlins again, yeah. but. Yeah, the guy's got a very specific aesthetic, very yeah, yeah
1: Looney Tunes uh, flavored stuff. Anyway, so uh, I was taking the summer class with this guy, you know, Todd Animation. He was like, oh, well, my buddy Joe, he also teaches uh, filmmaking and animation part time at this place called the University of the Arts in Philadelphia. And you should go there. And it just happened to be it was you know this was this was a school in Philadelphia. I was growing up in Pittsburgh, so at least it was was not far from home. It was yeah. a relatively cheap school, and this guy had a lead on. Hey, you, you go to this school? Like I can hook you up. You could like actually hang, hang, you know, learn from Joe Dante, which you know that was that sounded pretty cool. Yeah, and so yeah. I just, uh, decided to go to that college, you know, when at the end of the summer, uh, and I went to that college. <laughs> Turns out, whatever connections Joe Dante had at that school was either made up or he had left or something. <laughs> there was no Joe Dante to be found um, even trying to get in touch with this teacher at Todd Animation at this summer camp thing I couldn't get in touch with he disappeared it was oh, like this little, man. little nightmare and so now I'm stuck uh, trying to get into this uh, art program at this school I'd never heard of other than the fact that like this famous film guy was supposedly right. teaching there right. part time I guess which yeah I've still, okay. still never researched this to find out how much that was true or bullshit or not so anyway I'm stuck there um at this art program and they were well meaning people but I had this like old lady who was teaching she was teaching drawing and I was I was man, I was essentially almost having the same experience as you did where I was telling people like I want to learn how to I want to become an animator. I want to draw yeah. either that or get into movie special effects and telling these people about this at this like it was a fancy ritzy like fine art program. And so I'm me like saying I wanted to get into movies. They were looking down on me, yeah, and even yeah. trying to like talk to the film people and stuff that like that too. That that was, so it was one of those things too. I quickly realized that, yeah. I mean, my my drawing teacher, I actively sneered. She made fun of me oh, for wanting to get animation. She's like, oh, "Oh, do you think these skills would be applicable to little cartoons?" She's talk she's talk uh, like uh, Doctor Evil, uh, <laughs> and I just wanted to punch her in the face so fucking oh, bad. I I cannot believe wow. that and The thing is, I went to my high school was a. Uh, High school for the creative and performing arts, and okay. so I already had four years of it wasn't you know art school with a capital A, right. but I had already gone through a lot of training and learned how to oh, uh, how to draw from really good teachers. My uh, uh, drawing teacher in high school was this tiny, super cool little Yoda of a Russian lady, who was super patient and she really knew her fucking shit. And this is one of the things where I kind of like learned how to tell good art teachers from bad art teachers, and like sure. this, this 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 drawing teacher. At this this fucking shitty ass college, I was now stuck as I was like, man, she's if she's gonna make fun of you for what you want to do, and not right, like in right. a kind of a jokey kind of way, but like actively sneer and look down at you, Ugh. and this and it was that was kind of an attitude with a whole bunch of other uh, teachers at this place. That's after just a couple weeks, I decided I didn't want to waste my parents' money, and right, actually. Right. Uh, instead of formally dropping out, I did the stupid thing where I kind of hid from the world for a couple weeks oh <laughs> and couldn't figure out. What I, I stopped going to classes, but at the end of the semester, I had to go to my folks and say, guys, I, I, I can't afford to waste any of your money. I feel terrible right. for doing this right. I didn't drop out of school. And that's when I, <laughs> I got a job at Blockbuster. Oh, there you go. Uh, right after Christmas as a result of that. But yeah, as a uh, similar trajectory, except where he's yeah. become world famous, Phil Theobald. Right? Oh, <laughs>
0: yes, clearly.
1: I became a world famous Bill Mudger and hanging out on the couch playing Mario 64
0: <laughs> buying hey, ma- uh, video game magazines yeah hey i can buy i can go to Toys R Us and buy a Minecraft poster that you drew so oh, hey i'm not saying i you know it's so, I, don't I, i'm fine with my ultimate fate don't well, yeah,
1: that. That, that's that's kind of oh, that's that's cool. I had no idea we had kind of a similar college experience there. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Both of us kind of. Oh, I just want. I like animation. I, I just, just want to make cartoons. People being dickasses at us. Yeah, it's, you know, Tiny Toons is is a fun show. Cool. Yeah. I like uh, Duckamuck. I like the cartoon where uh, Daffy Ducky he <laughs> pretends he's Robin and he hits all the trees, and then everyone's looking <laughs> at you like you got lobsters crawling out of your ears. Yeah.
0: Oh man. God damn. yeah. yeah. So that's that's our story about the Martian. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess, yeah, what this comes down to is my wife told me to go ahead and pick up the Blu-ray.
1: Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. So we watched that. Well, that's (laughs) a funny thing. So, like, on a whim, was it just on Friday nights? I was just, like, flipping through Netflix to see what was on there. And I had watched... This is the first time I'd seen Pulp Fiction since it first came out on, like, home video, like, 1994. Yeah. That was such a big movie that, like, I didn't want to see it again because that was, like, so... Like again, as as trying to be like an art school filmmaking person, it, what we just talked about, like it was, right. it cast such a huge shadow after a while you got sick. Oh, of it, yeah. So I had not seen it, in... yeah, I haven't what, seen like, it in,
0: in probably a, a decade and a half. Yeah,
1: and yeah, this is the first time
0: i have seen it in about twenty
1: years, and that's actually spoilers. Pulp is actually <laughs> pretty good movie.
0: It holds. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it does hold up. It does actually hold. Okay, do you care know okay. much for
1: Tarantino in general?
0: You know what I I I. Don't and in all honesty, I cripes thinking about it. (laughs) I don't, and and you know what? And it's it's terrible. It's 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 he he is just he he comes off as just so off putting to me. Oh no, he's a horrible human being that I just can't bring myself to. to, I mean, like I, I, I'm trying to think what of which of his movies I've seen. I've seen Reservoir Dogs, which I like because he does. It's not like he has a ton of movies though. I mean, hell, the
1: hateful eight. It's being marketed as only the eighth Quentin Tarantino movie.
0: Yeah, but I a mean, guy who's
1: been around for twenty years, you know, it's not like he's been knocking out a new movie every. Right. New year or
0: something. Yeah, I, I think it's just *Reservoir Dogs* and *Pulp Fiction* that I've seen of okay. his. Well, those and are I, still kind of the best. And I, yeah, and you know, like I said, I've liked I liked both of them when I saw yeah. them, but I just, uh, yeah, I just haven't got around to. I, have
1: uh, this. I put this on the show notes, c- expecting to talk about it, to Annie, because Annie's suddenly become a big Tarantino fan with his recent. A uh, batch of like revenge, like m- like oh, right, marginalized right. people revenge fantasies, right? Uh, with Kill Bill and Django Unchained and stuff like that, right? And, right. Uh, she, yeah, she's become a big fan of his. Whereas I don't think she's really watched much in the way of Pulp Fiction, like his other movies. She likes yeah. his, she likes his revenge fantasies, <laughs> and that's why I was kind of curious to see what she if she had even actually even seen Pulp Fiction and talk right. about it. But yeah, no, Pulp Fiction is actually still pretty good though. Okay, um, that's my incisive. <laughs> <laughs> Call <laughs> no, section is like, still good. Uh, that's that, that movie has like all the interweaving stories and all that shit. Yeah. yeah. It's also, it is a perfect slice of mid nineties. I, I kind of like had not, I don't want to say panic attack, but it was kind of like weird seeing something that I, that was that, that, that cast such a large shadow in the mid nineties that I had right. never seen since the mid nineties. Yeah. Yeah. And I was kind of like, Oh man, like, yeah, I remember last time I saw this. Yeah. I was like in a fucking movie theater getting ready to go to college before, you know, I was just on the precipice of doing everything I just talked about, you know, exactly. Exactly. With, with, with failed attempt at college and stuff like that. Yep. So it was a little bit like, kind of like a little fucked up time machine. But <laughs> but yeah, you're not missing much with Tarantino at the same time. Hey, it's not very good. Even if you yeah. like his stuff. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah so that's it's kind of what I've been hearing. So I've not been going you out.
1: and long. Dana, with having the kid, you guys don't have a good chance
0: to get out to the movies very often, do you? We do not. Usually what we have to do is when there's a movie that we both want to see, we will sort of trade off seeing it. No, no. like well, you know, yeah. like I'll I'll go see it in the afternoon. She'll stay home and watch the kid, and then see if I'll I lived home, with you guys. I could be babysitting. You guys could be out seeing like see. Star Wars every weekend. See, I'd be a good Finn babysitter. I could, You know what? Uh, we we've talked about moving to Portland on more than one occasion. So,
1: yeah, if you, you ever do that, I'm a terrible babysitter. <laughs> that's okay. But I will, I think I can at least entertain a kid for a little while. We, we are we are um, terrible parents. So I think it works out really well. Yeah, Finn. It is true. Finn's like this little snaggletooth kid. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> He's like fucking boggling of a human being. Yes. Um, but um, yeah. Man. So um, you guys, you, you you haven't seen the Revenant or Spectre or anything like that. No, no. Uh, you know I mean, we uh, stuff in my notes.
0: We we um yeah. I mean we were lucky to get out to go see star wars we actually were able to hire a babysitter yeah that seems like kind of an occasion yeah you want to see yeah, I mean that bit, was yeah. that was kind of a big deal yeah, yeah. what do you guys think of star wars oh we both really liked it okay we both really liked it i mean you know and is dan a
1: big star wars fan
0: oh yeah yeah she's uh okay. she's she's a nerd
1: okay well, I, well even well, among nerds you never know if like maybe oh, she's yeah, a star yeah. trek fan versus a like, oh, star okay. wars fan or something like oh, that she's, Oh,
0: she's, yeah. she's a nerd for both of those okay she's, she's a yeah she's a big trek fan she's a she she is uh she's a big sci-fi nerd She's yeah, like you were saying about that, yeah. Yeah, she's like, I, and when I, I mean, like full on, like, you know, she's into to track. She's into Star Wars. She's into like, freaking like, Babylon Five. Yeah, and, she's not just bazinga about that shit. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean, she's like the the, you know, novels. You know, she's you know, Oh, well, she writes, kid, yeah. Yeah, which, I mean, like Philip K. Dick, she's a nerd over Asimov. She's a big nerd for uh, like oh, Ursula K. Yes. Kayla Guin. She's a big nerd for yeah. She's she's mm-hmm. yeah. She's a big sci-fi nerd. So but that's cool. Well, I'm glad she likes Star Wars too, not just oh, yeah. because it's got a lady in it or anything. Like nope, that, no, yeah, just... we uh, we just we yeah, we both liked it. Um, you know, obviously, I mean, and and you you've certainly talked about it plenty on the show, but not I mean, enough. It's, Never it's, enough. It's, it's, <laughs> it's it's it is not a movie without faults but uh you know uh, the way i it's it's just it's it's a fun star wars movie which star wars yeah, has I, not really been fun
1: yeah i was not quite sure if you even had a chance to talk about it on the player one podcast or anything yeah, yeah well, i'm yeah, sure you but, guys like, glancingly talked
0: about it or well, yeah know. we were talking about doing a little more in-depth spoilery talk on it but you know we just haven't gotten around to it but yeah uh yeah, yeah really liked it um uh you know like yeah like i said it's fun I'm gonna say that's kind of the thing. Yeah, Finn's a little young to take that to, to yeah. take him to a a screening yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah, we haven't we haven't taken him to movies yet. Uh, just how old because is he now? He's gonna be four in like. Oh, he's gonna.
1: You he could kind of
0: not maybe yeah. not reliable, but at least you could take him to like a kid screening or something. Yeah, yeah, we're 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 thinking of maybe this summer because you know they'll movie theaters will have like those kind of matinees throughout the summer of of like old kids movies and stuff.
1: Yeah. Uh, my housemates just one. last night, they went to a screening of The Good Dinosaur. And uh, it's a second run theater that I was showing at here in town that it's very kid friendly. And yeah. they went to, like, it was like a Saturday night screening, but it wasn't like late at night. It was like 6 p.m., 5 p.m. Right. screening. And it was still like half little kids. But okay. that theater is really cool about, hey, bring your kids. And we. I think they even have like a crying room or something like yeah, that. And yeah. Stuff
0: like that. And so, yeah. But, I mean, like we figured we'd, you know, take him to one of those, cause you know what it is. It's almost like the kind of like summer movie camp kind of mm-hmm. things that theaters will have like every, every week or every day they'll have like, you know, old, old, Old kids' movies that they'll show, or something like That's that. What
1: I think is the second run theater, it's it's called the Academy here in Portland, yeah. and they uh, they're always some, playing some kind of old movie, uh, okay. usually from the eighties. And half as often not, you know, they're they're one of the theaters showing Labyrinth this week as a David Bowie, oh, but right, they're right. also I just saw the what the Neverending Story there over the last oh, nice. summer. And they're always showing something like that, where it's going to be something like you probably watched it on VHS as a kid. Yeah, in the 80s or, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and we've tried. I mean, he's. He he gets Star Wars. He he understands what it is. He can recognize it and stuff. Who trained Likes. him? <laughs> well, you know, and he, he knows he, the shape of the Millennium Falcon. He he um, you know he he does. He gets excited about it. But yeah. we've tried to like sit him down and like, hey, you want to watch Star Wars? And he'll yeah yeah yeah. And it it doesn't hold his attention. You know, he's a little too young for it to hold his attention. Yeah, because um. You know, cuz we we you know we start him out with a uh, new hope and you know new hope starts off pretty exciting. You know you got stormtroopers running in and there's oh, lasers storm. everywhere. Then, like, yeah, the first thing you see is like kind of flashing and explosions and stuff Yeah, like and that he's there, just yeah. like, you know, he, he's like, "Oh, you know he and he knows like, oh, the stormtroopers, they're going they're, they're going to get the good guys and oh, yeah. Darth Vader's the, there's Darth Vader. And, and the then the bad it, man. And then it kind of smash cuts to to uh, a teenager on a farm talking to an old man and an old lady for a while. Yeah. Two robots just wandering a wasteland for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and the, he just kind of loses the, you know, the, the, you know, cause there, there is that there is a, a, like, like he's like, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour between stormtroopers shooting everything and crazy aliens in a bar. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah know. People
1: forget about how slow that first act of star Wars really is. Yeah. Like there's, there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that happens between like the most known parts of that movie, Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So he he um, doesn't
0: quite, but I mean like, you know, he still you know, gets excited Are there any movies that he does like?
1: Like Oh yeah, like,
0: yeah. I mean, he
1: um I figure at least <laughs> cartoons and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, it's it's mostly I and I'm trying to think like what we have watched and it is mostly <laughs> you cartoons. Have the watching Steven Universe? Oh no, he loves he loves Steven Universe. Oh, he does? Uh, oh yes? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. No. He he actually he really digs Steven Universe. Um, you guys seen
1: the, the, the last round of episodes last yeah,
0: week? Yeah. We watched the Steven Bomb. That, that shit was fucked up. Yeah, it's it's yeah. man, that's a, that's a good show. That is a good goddamn. I yeah. Really, yeah. I, yeah. Like I really really like. Um. Steven yeah. I didn't get a Universe. chance
1: to talk about that with Annie last week because she had. Yeah. To problem, yeah. 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 It's good stuff though. Yeah. Um, well, of course, yeah, he watches Adventure Time and stuff like that. But.
0: Yeah, he, he likes Adventure Time. He likes uh, like Steven Universe. He likes uh, Ninja Turtles. Of course, I mean they. Uh, Nickelodeon has like a, a. They have a new Ninja Turtle show that's that's been running for a couple years now. That
1: oh, okay, yeah, that he really the, digs the CGI stuff, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Um, he digs. Uh, like he like he really likes the Lego Movie. Um, it's got good taste. Yeah. He, uh, what, what other I'm trying to think what other like movies we've sat him down and watched um he he was really into inside out for a while we were watching that a lot okay. um well I man if you yeah. guys ever need movies we've got a shit ton of here because we Yeah. <laughs>
1: This is the part where Bill comes out online and starts on a podcast saying, we have illegally legally ripped and handbrake, a thousand Blu-rays here. Uh, but yeah, we, we, we have tons of movies. If yeah. You never need to borrow a DVD. I may have to. Yeah. Because, yeah he, uh... we, we, we make that after all of our friends uh, with kids and stuff. All oh, we, we nice. much, uh, like we, I've mentioned these guys on the podcast before, but we know uh, a couple who they teach uh, English in Russia. Oh, okay. and uh, they've they've taught English in a whole bunch of other countries and stuff. And whenever whenever they show up, we like to throw them as much recent movies and kids movies and stuff as nice. possible, have, like a little four year old kid. Oh, do. okay, there you go. And so they they, they kind of come back. They they come back twice a year to see family. But then we also right. try to make sure we give them as much like recent stuff. Like in oh, fact, actually, cool. me and my housemate we'll were like, oh yeah, that new cartoon Blu ray is out. Do we need it? And we're like, yeah, we can we can take that. We can, we can, we can rip a copy and give it to our buddies in the, in Russia. But you know, yeah, yeah that's cool um we're a little yeah online depository for that stuff um yeah yeah, yeah, speaking of which i finally got my yeah oscar screeners of the revenant inspector in this week that's how we managed to finally see those things uh you know because me because i was in a movie with alan rickman because i am famous um did i ever tell you that i am in dogma the kevin smith movie dogma what for two seconds there's a scene towards the end of the movie where it's Silent Bob and the Lady from Men in Black 3. Yeah. Yeah, They're yeah, yeah. The but... hospital. Yeah. And there's a bunch of patients running out of the hospital because I think there's a shit monster attacking the hospital. Right, right. Running past Kevin Smith and Men in Black 3 is you'll see a fat guy in a bathroom in really? a nightgown hobbling past Act scared but laughing. <laughs> Uh, that is me. Oh my um, grip. that is my one moment of uh wow. of fame, and what? So that's that's how I uh that's that's how I qualify these qualify for these academy screeners. Every that's year.
0: hilarious.
1: That's insane. And that's awesome. Uh, which is funny because my mom was p- posting pictures of Alan Rickman from Dogma, and I don't she re- I don't think she realizes that that's that's the movie her little boy was in. That is so funny. I gotta watch. I haven't like watched Dogma years in. Years Yeah, I haven't watched it in forever. The script, I remember reading the script when it leaked online before the movie. They started filming the movie, and it was, like, really good. But, yeah, Dogma, I've I've seen it once. I used to own the DVD, and even then someone stole it from me, and I never even bothered to replace it. Um, Yeah, which is funny, too, because I know a lot of other people. uh, That was filmed in Pittsburgh where I grew up. Okay. And so... But it's funny since then. I've actually met other people who were in that movie. Who I just in the course of That's like of when I moved to Portland, <laughs> Portlanders who somehow wound up in that movie. I'm like, oh, like I'm like, oh, I'm in Dogma. And they're like, oh, I'm in Dogma too. I'm in the church scene with Dylan. I don't know stuff That's like that. That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, because thanks to the Academy. Uh, yeah. yeah, I didn't manage to get around. Do you? Yeah, do you know or care anything about the the Revenant?
0: Uh, which, I don't even know what the Revenant is.
1: Uh, the Revenant is the new movie by the guy directed. I'm assuming you didn't see this last year, Birdman. The Michael oh, what? Keaton. I, have, I, have, I, I, I want to see it. I have not seen it, though. Man, that movie bummed me out last year, because I love the idea of Michael Keaton. He was, like, in the last movie, he was playing... Um, essentially, he's playing Batman. He's playing washed up, except, you no. know, instead of Batman, it's Birdman, and it's all of the stuff about right. Michael Keaton, uh, Keaton being washed up and stuff. Uh, this is a new movie by the same guy. This is the movie that's Leonardo DiCaprio, who plays, like, a fur trapper in, like, 1890s Montana, who gets fucked up by Tom Hardy, and... Okay. Uh, left for dead and attacked by a bear, and he's just trying to make it back to civilization. Essentially, it's, it's, it's Grizzly Adams, but gross. <laughs> um, and two and a half hours, and with lots Boy, of... does that like, tie into everything this week, but go on. Yeah, I know exactly, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's kind of the things, like, when Dan Harrity died this week, I was like... Oh man, the Grizzly and, uh, Adams! And I was like, "Oh, um, I got this copy of The Revenant here. I'll just watch that." That's
0: kind of like Grizzly Adams. <laughs> it was the t- gritty reboot.
1: <laughs> it kind of is because it's like making bear friends with a bear. It's just Leonardo DiCaprio getting fucked in the butt by a bear. But that actually, oh, I was man. really surprised how that—that's actually a pretty good movie. Okay. Um, it sounds like that's supposed to be leading contender for becoming the best picture in, uh, uh, or best okay. picture award winner this year at the Oscars. Okay. Um, okay. Um, and then I saw Spectre, too. Which, do you care about the Bond movies at all? Yeah,
0: but you, but you know what? <laughs> oh, no. You got yeah. a personal history of the Bond movies. No, I, I don't ever. It's, it's, you know what? Bond movies have never really uh, clicked with me. That's totally fine, too, because Bond yeah. movies, I never really cared much
1: for Bond myself. Although I like the Craig ones, especially Casino Royale really y- good. You
0: know what? Uh, yeah, I, I, um,. Yeah, Casino Royale is uh, probably the last one that I've actually watched, and I I did oh, actually. Dude, uh, you're I, not missing much. That none one. of
1: these other movies have been very good. inspectors the worst really? of them. Yeah, yeah that's, that's too bad. bad. Yeah, um, yeah, c- yeah. This is the first one where Daniel Cray's like actively bored in the movie. It's really weird. Oh, really? Yeah, he's just kind of yeah. like you. Almost can feel his palpable sense of like not wanting to <laughs> while you're watching it, which it's rare. You kind oh, of get that while watching like a big. I almost said triple A game uh, right. and a triple A film. Where you could just tell that actor just does not – yeah, he just wants to – yeah, he'd rather be at the fucking food cart (laughs) uh, than be (laughs) on camera at that moment. But yeah, yeah, so that was kind of disappointing. Um, And the last thing I saw this week was on Netflix. There's this great documentary called Electric uh, Boogaloo. Um, It's a documentary about about the Canon Film Company. Okay. Yeah, I recommend – if you grew up in the 80s and you like shitty movies, this is a great documentary about the Canon Film Company was the company they put out – God, I need to Google them. Like you think we just haven't watched the documentary? I'd I'd remember the shit more. But they were just like put out a lot of like they were super like fucking C string in the fucking eighties. Yeah, and they put out I think they put out like all the Death Death Wish sequels. Oh jeez, and. Uh but anyway this is a really funny documentary just about had the history of this 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 uh film company in the 80s and how they just burned through all the what little money they can make uh just because they're always looking for the biggest new hit. Right. Um, they were the guys actually they were they <gasps> were the ones actually held the rights to Spider-Man for a while while James Cameron was thinking about. Oh really? Um making uh yeah Spider-Man movies in the 80s. But yeah, so Canon movies they made a master of the universe life That's Force. right. Um, all kinds of shit. Missing in action movies. American Ninja, yeah. American oh, Ninja yeah. movies. Delta Force. Oh yep. man, yeah. They did break into Electric Book loot. Just yeah. yeah. Death Wish three. I'm looking at yeah, there. Just lots, lots of great, terrible stuff. And uh, no, uh, it's just a great documentary just about the history of that company. And it's one of those things where the company just kind of flamed out in the '90s. And yeah. And but yeah, just watching that movie is a great. Slice. of you know, as like any other kid is in the '80s, like I spent like a billion hours oh, yeah. at a video set, you know, video stores just renting whatever covers look cool and yeah, coming exactly. home with like garbage like produced by companies like this and oh man, and Superman s- 4,
0: the question Yeah, yeah the that's piece. one of the big
1: they talk about how Superman 4 essentially sunk the the company because they invested to what for them was a ton of money. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> Although compared to the actual Superman movies, that movie was made for like $10, but like yeah. that Canon films was used to spending $2 <laughs>
0: on <Yeah>. their
1: movies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and man so yeah, kind of that was yeah, not a good movie.
1: Themselves. But yeah, no, it's, it's it's really cool documentary. Yeah, Electric Boogaloo. It's okay. on Netflix. I'll have to and check that out. That's
2: awesome.
1: That's kind of the only shit I've been up to. Other, I'm trying to think of anything else. Man, have you played Free? No. What is Free? Oxen Free is the hot new indie game that everyone's been freaking out about this week. It's another... Um, it's a side-scrolling... It's, it kind of looks like, if you can mind, Life is Strange with uh, that the The Cave. That game from mm. Double Find from a couple yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah. It's a side scrolling game where I think you're ex- a bunch of teenagers exploring a haunted island and you're trading off between characters, I think, and there's like a haunted radio where you can hunt for ghosts or something. Um, oh. It's just a lot of people are just raving how it's the big, first big indie hit of the year. Um, it's Xbox One exclusive, though. It's on unfortunately. Steam, though. It's oh, on is Steam. it on Steam? Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, it's just one of these things where, like, there's not much. I, I should be playing fucking Final Fantasy VI because I'm playing that for a podcast, and that's already a huge time investment. But I'm like been dying for something to play while listening to the podcast or something lately. And there's yeah. nothing good out. Like even like the big games that I didn't finish from last year, like Fallout and Destiny and Just Cause and The Witcher, they're you all know.
0: just kind of. Mm, I don't know. Twenty fifteen was kind of like a eh, year in gaming for me. I yeah I, I you know I had the same problem i was complaining about that on twitter because yeah. well uh, we did our you know on, on player one podcast we did our year our, our top five games of the year or whatever yeah, I and think you were talking about
1: some of the how yeah, you I were kind of like flailing a little bit
0: yeah i was just kinda like yeah it's, it's nothing nothing's really jumping out at me this year and see, that's why i thought you may have about a herd of oxen free just could be after you know i i brought up some pictures of it. Like I've I've seen screenshots of it and I've seen like the artwork of the characters and stuff like that. I just didn't uh, I just didn't remember the name. So, I will yeah, I to, almost pulled the trigger on that, but it, yeah. I will have to put my I put that on
1: my uh Steam wish list. But Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm kind of glad that I'm not crazy and thinking that like 2015 was kind of like yeah, it wasn't necessarily. A, yeah. It's hard to say any year is a bad year for video games. Right. But in terms of like big console on disc games that
0: Are worth going back to again and again there's not that much to i don't know and and, you know and it's in this is what i was kind of lamenting about on on the twitters uh was that you know i i just was like and is it is it games that are changing is it me that's changing i just like kind of as my taste in games changing Mm -hmm. my wife just background there for those watching uh on the video (laughs) but uh but Because I was just like, you know, because there were there were plenty of big-name games that people really seem to love, but they just, you know, like, Fallout didn't click with me, uh, Bloodborne didn't click with me. Uh, you had a pretty good know, time just, with, with Bloodborne. I'm
1: actually, I got stuck playing the DLC, but at least that was one of the few games that yeah, came out yeah, last yeah, year yeah, for me that actually that kind one, of fulfilled right? its promise. But yeah, but if you don't have Bloodborne, then yeah, I agree with you with pretty much anything else you could name. Where I'm just kind of yeah. like, that wasn't bad, but... right. Uh. Like some
0: people seem to really like the the Batman game, but yeah, I the just, Batman, I yeah, I, I couldn't even be bothered to play it. I mean, after I'll uh, mail you my copy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I only bought that because Justin McElroy gave that a perfect ten. Really? On Polygon, and it's funny because like Polygon was doing their own kind of Game of the Year debates and stuff, and even other people at Polygon are like, "Are you nuts?" <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I love, and even he's like, "Yeah, I guess I must be nuts," but for some reason, that Batman game really sang to me, and everyone else is like, oh, "Okay," um, but yeah, but uh, just McElroy, he's like one of those reviewers where, like, nine times out of ten, if he really right, likes right. something, I am gonna like it too. It wasn't a terrible game; it's not like, you know, actually, unlike PC, it actually worked on console, so I could actually right. beat it. But yeah, that's one of those things where, like, yeah, that kind of set the tenor
0: for me last year. We're like, yeah, I was like, no, oh, oh, not bad, but what, what was it? I really, I really loved uh, uh, Arkham Asylum. That was the first that, one, right? Yeah. yeah, that was the first one. Like, I loved that one. Uh, Arkham City kind of lost me. I wasn't, I wasn't too big into that one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and then, I, I guess it, it just that Asylum or, or Arkham City, which was the second one, just kind of was so sort of middle of the road was to there me. A city, where, and wasn't there a third one made by someone else? Yeah, uh, yeah, Arkham Origins, I believe. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah but that was that was. Uh, kind of a, a it was a different style of gameplay it was uh kind of a weird oh. almost like castlevania e sort of sort of like like 2.5 d or something like that oh okay yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like you that know doesn't the, sound good. i mean that doesn't
1: sound like it's an inherently bad game but if you're coming for that you're coming to that series for
0: a very specific formula yeah, yeah. i think yeah. or maybe am i mixing am i mixing that up because i i think there might have been two
1: did you play yoshi's mm-hmm. woolly world
0: yeah i i did and i like it but it's it's not uh it's just not grabbing me yes we much, are twins as much yes, as I this is why we're friends, friends.
1: Yeah. yeah yeah i'm about halfway through the second world and i'm having a good time with it but it's just again it's not grabbing me
0: though yeah like, yeah it's yeah. not like i'm not like yeah i need to sit down and just play level after level after level it's just like i'll sit down play a level and be like oh, okay that's enough for now yeah
1: so yeah i've got my pile of games that i keep on trying to crack back into my brain to like hopefully yeah. it'll be fun but like yeah just yeah Witcher three i played well Witcher three i got my money's worth i got I, yeah I, I poured like 30 hours into that game okay, but and even though i only got halfway through that that that's um that's it's it's, it's not killing me that yeah that, i'm not gonna that. but yeah just cause was disappointing battlefronts really lightweight yeah
0: yeah
1: yeah, yeah hopefully 2016 be... is a little better when it
0: comes to like the big 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 uh triple eight releases yeah, yeah i yeah, because what is it? I mean, I've been actually. I just, uh, I just restarted Shovel Knight just because of <laughs> the stupid need... amiibo. Yeah, you know what? I need to go back and play Rogue, Rogue Legacy,
1: which you picked up for me on Steam. Too.
0: Yes, yes, Oh, I love. Which is very I much appreciated. Yeah, I love. played some of that on PS4, but I freaking love Rogue yeah. Legacy. Well, now
1: that I have a gaming PC, my housemate yeah. he, he essentially built and gifted me a gaming PC, and now that I can use that with a Xbox controller, I can actually oh, yeah, go back yeah. on the Steam games and play that shit. Like,
0: yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Steam is the way to go, man. Getting games for like a buck fifty, two bucks. That was nice that that was my first big sale, was this most recent winter sale. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And I just happened to not be online the day. Everything went nuts with everyone's misinformation being sent out. So I got to avoid that too. Yeah, Yeah, no. You know what the nice thing about that too was it was really nice that um because it's the Steam sale, everything's super cheap that there's a bunch of people I know online who I never get to exchange gifts with so like oh, yeah. I, I, I I, I, was able to gift a whole bunch of people like here's know, a right? two dollar game on your wish list and yes stuff, exactly and that it's was beautiful. really nice it's Yeah, I, I got a little tipsy I, I bought some whiskey and it was like three o'clock in the morning like on a Friday <laughs> night like the day after Christmas and I was like fuck it I'm gonna gift people here you get a <laughs> copy of Bird Detective and this shit and that shit it's like yeah well you gave really me fun.
0: you gave me a copy of Bird Detective
1: was that what I gave a couple yeah. people, comp- and you gave, the only you reason why is because that game looked cool. The <laughs> like, game is cool. It's yeah. a fun game. I, I I'm gotta, assuming I, it was on your wish list. Otherwise, I it just was. blindly was like, "Here, here's game." It was on my wish list. Okay. So. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah it was uh, very,
0: very. I was very uh, pleasantly yeah. surprised. I never taken advantage of that gift giving thing on Steam. That was very yeah. cool. That was very yeah. fun. Yeah, it um, is. It's it's really nice. It's like you said, especially during sales. Yeah,
1: I need to get back to that. And speaking of Steam and PC gaming and stuff, man. I know. I know. This is your, like already early gay, uh 2016 game of the year has Undertale treating you. Oh man! <laughs> this is the real reason why I had you on the podcast. Uh, it's just to fucking sandbag you about Undertale. you know it's the best <laughs> game ever? Let me. Nah, that me... is the one weird thing because like you and I, we are very much of a piece of in terms of gaming we taste. Really are. Weird that you're just like, <clears> throat> throat> <laughs> which is <laughs> now to be fair. Yes. I almost gave up in the game myself, like in the oh, first yeah. hour or two. And this is yeah. me not saying that you're gonna love it as much as me, but it's right, funny right. that
0: you're still like me. And I'm like, I it, so good. it is, boy. If ever just, just garbage, just is waste <laughs> of. No, you know what? I, it's it's yeah. it's it's totally. I, you know, my my initial reaction to it was a uh, not even like disliking it. I was just like, I can see why people are liking this, but yeah. it's just kind of like. It's just not clicking with me. I'm just sort of nonplussed by it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I played a little bit more. I sat down and forced myself. Yeah.
1: Well, you kind of because like the first. Forced. Yeah. Well, even if.
0: Yeah. It's- <laughs> no, no. I. I mean, I'm. am am I'm, I'm joking around, but I mean, like, I. I got to because uh, I had played up to the point where, uh, the goat lady. Uh, basically says like, "Oh, you can't leave. You're gonna stay here and and be my little boy now. Or you know, yeah. I'm I'm gonna take care of you from now on, sloth. You know that kind of. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, you she know, I'm you not Domino's <laughs> Pizza. <laughs> I'm not really, I'm not really feeling it. But you know, y- you were urging me to, you know, tr- try a little more. I had a, a couple people yeah. on Twitter. Really, after that is when the game really kind of started. Which that's yeah. everyone saying, yeah. Well, so that's yeah, yeah. So I, I um. I, I played a little bit more and then you meet the, the couple skeleton dudes. That's yeah. That's the point where everyone's like, if you don't like it, then then yeah. Know, the and, and actually I don't torture you know, yourself. It's um, I, I, I upgraded it from, I'm not really getting this to, okay, this is cute. <laughs> okay. You know, it, ha- it hasn't like, you know, I, I still have not gotten to the, like, Oh my God, the game of the year. This is amazing. To,
1: Cause there's no point. Like, yeah. And that game is, it doesn't, is, is, poorly they that game they that game is not does not suffer being oversold so well because the charms of that game are very subtle and very right. small and having people come to you and say, oh man, if you only get to this part, that's gonna blow your socks because it's not yeah. that kind of thing. It's it's like someone like if you like really like good like hot chocolate and you're right, like right really not like hot chocolate, because I just happen to drink this hot chocolate a lot and it's good. <laughs> and you try to tell <laughs> someone like this hot chocolate's gonna blow your fucking brains right. out. And you're like it's fucking hot chocolate. Like what the? Yeah. And you're like yeah, no, so you that's don't what, I'm what Marshmallows on top. It's like extra
0: crazy. And you're like, oh, yes. Uh, what? Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's. Yeah. yeah. I. I. I will. I will be playing through it some more. I'm. I. I've not abandoned it or anything. So. It's gotten kind of to that point where I feel like I'm crazy for having liked it, by because
1: I don't know where the turn. Because I do, I do acknowledge the game does get better once you get to the point yeah. of the game that you're in now. Right. But I don't know. Maybe it's because I just like the characters, and well, I, I'm always a sucker for any game where, um, you're allowed to not kill anyone, right? Like, even right. Even like right. dishonored and stuff like that was the big appeal for that game for me was figuring out how to do all this stuff not killing anyone. So that's that's what initially drew me to, um, to, to uh, Undertale. But okay. yeah, it does like that the first two hours is you are just pulling switches while a cow lady talks to you about random yeah. shit going on. But yeah, it's not like there's not like one big thing. S- you met the skeleton guys and they're funny. But right. it's not like there's some kind of crazy thing that you're just five minutes away from that. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I see why this is the most. This wo-
0: is what ever. it's all about.
1: Yeah, I do feel like I joined a cult and now I'm back. And I'm like, <laughs> that cult was awesome. But I can't explain to you why that cult was so awesome. All other than I had a good time at that cult that <laughs> week. Oh, man oh um, nice so anyway this is not me yeah. trying to probably beat you out of the game
0: board, no yeah. no i i i still i'm gonna keep playing it yeah you but know, yeah I mean, you are if anything
1: in the majority there's a very loud minority of people screaming about how great this game is yeah and then there's everyone else going okay
0: yeah <laughs> don't i mean me. it does it seems, it seems it seems
1: cute like i yeah. said the the point i'm at now it's it's cute but yeah it never stops being what it is now it's not like you're missing any point where suddenly like the game changes into something else okay. so yeah you're
2: not feeling it
0: now you okay know? okay um, man, yeah. What else have I been? You know, you know <laughs> And I got crap on this for player one because this was one of my top five games of the year. Oh yeah? but I've Been playing a lot of that Godzilla game on PS4 lately.
1: I bought that. yeah. I got that for like on the PSN sale for like ten bucks. Yeah, it was cheap. It was cheap. I need to. Fu- I've I've played through the tutorial. Right. You know the only driving me crazy is the fact that you can only turn Godzilla by using the shoulder buttons. Yes.
0: Yes. What? That that does take some getting
1: used to. I kind of wonder if this was them doing the Resident Evil thing where they're like, oh, we made the control shitty on purpose, so it feels kind of <laughs> like your big, kludgy monster. Right, right, right. Like you don't want to make it too nimble or too well-controlled because then, then it doesn't feel like a big monster. Right. But at the same time, it is kind of...
0: But yeah, like, almost, anything with Godzilla shit, man. Wait, you, and, and you know what? Uh, you should be able to adapt to playing with those shoulder buttons because you know who is very skilled at doing that right now? Who? My three-year-old kid. Oh, really? He is, he <sighs> is obsessed really? with that game right now. He Aww. is obsessed. Godzilla is like his go-to thing right now. Oh, man. He's he's not even seen a Godzilla movie yet.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, what I'm going to be in like the next, next question. Like, what context he you have for yeah,
0: that stuff? Well, and, and, well, you know what? And the, the only context he has with it is pretty much the game and just the fact that giant monsters are awesome. Yeah. The only reason I haven't shown him a Godzilla movie yet is because you know godzilla movies are like the best movies ever for about 15 minutes yeah but the rest of it it's just like a bunch of japanese scientists talking to japanese military dudes yeah your average godzilla movie
1: only has about 15 minutes of like the stuff you want to see yeah Yeah. spread across two hours yeah
0: and you know whereas i can sit there and you know sit through the the plot of of you know what these scientists feel about Godzilla attacking the city. my three year old kid is just gonna be like where's where's the monster where's Rodan? Yeah, what, I, I was promised yeah. Godzilla versus Rodan <laughs> so Aww. so yeah his his only context, like I said, is the game, which is just pure you know monsters smashing monsters and that's uh, Twitch channel you could probably actually make a couple bucks I you. probably could three year old three year old playing Yeah, Godzilla Godzilla on Twitch would actually be kind of amazing yeah. that's actually a really damn good
1: idea you have the watch counter people <laughs> donating he's like reading off the donations like
0: <laughs> Christ, oh yeah. man I could quit my job
1: I'm uh, just saying, yeah, you probably could if you, if you wanted to live. be completely heartless about how you're live. raising your child live and off my just the completely. honey boo boo of Twitch <laughs> Oh, but that's cool. I'm glad he's having a good time with that, man. Yeah, I remember yeah. as a kid, again renting stuff from shitty video stores. Yeah, uh, I rented the NES Godzilla game. Oh I yeah, that I was what that was because as a yeah, kid, as a kid, you're like Godzilla. It's a video game. Yeah. Shit, What's not the love about this? And it's like a strategy game almost. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's got the yeah, like, like the, the top board of like the hex field. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, actually, if you want to fuck with Finn, you should actually swap that out for the like. <laughs> let him boot up the. <laughs> the PS4 <laughs> game and then somehow cross the signal with the NES case. So he'll yeah. still recognize guys, Godzilla and be like, what the hell is this? Where's big mommy where's the to smash. Oh, well, that's a great it, introduction to man. You, yeah. If for
0: anyone's first introduction for Godzilla to be a yeah. game where you're just smashing stuff up yourself. Oh, yeah. And I mean, yeah. he's like, like he knows all the monsters now. He knows all their yeah. names, you know, he, um, and <laughs> you want to hear, you want to hear a damn cute story about little kids. Mm hmm. He is, he's, he's going he's, to, th- I think we are setting him up to be like a, a game programmer now because when he, you know, he'll, he'll play games with us on occasion, but then, you know, he, you know he'll want to go into his room and just like, you know, play, you yeah. know, like, you know, like, you know, play, imagine, play and, you know, daddy, come play with me in my room and stuff. What he will do is he'll come like, you know, daddy, come play Godzilla with me in my room. And it's like, okay, cool. And it's, it's one of those things where, like, you know, daddy, you be Godzilla and I'm going to be Mothra. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And he'll, 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 he'll be like, okay, daddy, you stand over here on this side of the room. I'm going to stand on this side of the room. Okay, Finn. And I'll start to. Well, oh, he's walk. really arranging a scene. Oh, yeah. He, he's got a whole little tableau going. And I'll start to, like, you know, rah, and he's like, no, daddy, no. Oh, no. Not yet. Not yet. And then he'll start moving around and making noises. And I'm just like, Finn, what what are you doing? What are you doing? He's like this is the movie that plays before the game starts. Oh, and no. he's, like, he's acting out. He's acting oh, out. My God. And then oh, my God. and then he'll hold up his hands and they're like, Okay, Daddy, pick who you want to be. And <laughs> and he'll hold up his hand and he'll hold up his fingers and he's like, This is Godzilla. Yeah. His reality is really helped to that game. This is King Ghidorah, and I have to like pick. It's like a care. He's got his own character yeah, select yeah, screen, yeah. Oh and yeah. so I have to do that. And then it's like, okay, I'm going to be Godzilla. So I touches the finger that's the yeah. Godzilla select button, and he's like, okay, now you stand there, and you have to make your fingers go like this. Oh, he yeah. starts waving. the <laughs> animation. It's the, the idle animation. Like, yeah. the idol animation. <laughs> and, wow. And when we're playing, if I do some move on him if i try and do an attack against him that's like not from the game he's like yeah. no daddy that's not in the game godzilla doesn't do that in the <laughs> you game might, you might actually have to set aside that disc someday and keep that in a special place okay oh, yeah. like, hey, hey finn remember this this is this is like and he is oh, um actually earlier today um it's almost like he had a really cute kid or something yeah i know. <laughs> Jesus. But, I, I, uh, my, my wife had him in his, in his room and she's been doing something with him because he will, if you let him go, uh, he'll start telling stories, Mm -hmm. you know, and what she's been doing with him is she will have him tell her a story and she'll write it down Mm -hmm. and then she'll actually like kind of rewrite it, spread across multiple pages and then she'll have him illustrate it. Oh, that's a smart idea. Making like his own little story books and then we'll (laughs) hang them up on his his wall so he'll yeah. have all these these stories that he wrote and and drew up on his wall and he wrote a, uh, a Godzilla story mm. about Godzilla fighting Mothra and, and yeah. stuff like that and got drawings of like King Ghidorah and things like that. God and, damn.
1: Yeah, well, This and is what, the kind of kid that like you could have joked about having when you I were know, right? talking about
0: having kids, but like <laughs> mm-hmm. oh my God. The uh actually what was it yesterday? Uh, we we had gone out in the afternoon, just kind of walking around town, and we stopped by. Uh, we live right by a library here, mm-hmm. uh, in town, and we we stopped at the library uh, just to to look because they have one the, uh, They have a bookstore. They have like a little library owned, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, just like selling used books for like you know fifty cents or a buck. Yeah, trying to keep and the I'll, lights on by selling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Stuff, yeah. And and I'll stop by there every now and again just to pick up some books for like I, either for my classroom. Because I have a little classroom library, so I'll pick some books for my my gotcha. students, yeah. and then you know, obviously, getting uh, cheap books for for my kid to read. And we we all go there yesterday, and we walk into the bookstore, and um, Finn he he insisted he has a little uh, uh, Mothra Beanie Baby, yeah, which I you know I I don't know if you were aware of this uh, years ago back when Beanie ba- Beanie Babies were a thing uh-huh. uh, over in Japan uh they they had a couple of officially is- licensed godzilla beanie babies i should not be surprised but yeah yeah oh god of course like google you type in mothra b and that brings nope. up mothra beanie baby yeah yep, yep. and um oh, you're not kidding. yeah no and and actually it's, it's kind of nice because my um my nephews because because I have, I have a sister who has two kids yeah. And they're like one of them just graduated from high school and one of them's like just <sighs> getting into high school. Yeah. They they were both obsessed with Godzilla back in the day and mm-hmm. so my sister and her husband were buying like they were importing all these Japanese Godzilla toys. Yeah. And uh. we ended up we ended up inheriting them for Finn. Oh, that is cool. Your family so, in general told me, shit. I know, right? I yeah. know. So uh Finn's Finn brought his his little mother beanie baby with him out for his walk and um uh also spoilers uh yeah. that beanie baby is going for at least a
1: hundred dollars on ebay right now just, just are, throwing that out sh- there you are shitting me really uh the first thing that i see yes 108 dollars right now holy crap well not, not for in, buy, that's a buy now price but not yeah, in
0: the yeah. condition this one's in
1: yeah exactly yeah so if he, yeah he ever loses that one yeah good luck finding a replacement without yeah, having seriously a, yeah thought, oh man
0: but For the um, collector's
1: talking about the resale <laughs> no value of your child's toy. Yeah, anyway, actually, yeah. you know He doesn't love it that much, does he? <laughs> no, that so, is... But, fuck, that is cool. He's actually walking around with that thing. Yeah. Okay, we, generally, it's more about
0: about 50 bucks on eBay. Okay, that must be... Okay. An, okay, yeah. Okay. But yeah, so we, we go into the library. He's cuddling his little Mothra doll. And we go in to the little bookstore, and there's this uh little old woman running the bookstore she looks to be about you know 70 uh-huh. and she just she you know oh hello there little boy and he just walks up you know <laughs> Mecha king Ghidorah is the strongest of the monsters he's really good <laughs> at beating rodan and this poor woman's just like you don't say he's like yeah, <laughs> i was i was godzilla and i was fighting baby mothra and baby mothra turns into grown up Mothra and gets wings. <laughs> so he just he starts describing. This
1: is how he communicates with the world. Yeah, yeah, this is this is his language. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, oh my yeah. God. Yeah. So it was it uh, not, see that blows my mind that he's not even just playing the game, but he's actually absorbing like oh, the yeah. personalities and, and, yes. and the weaknesses and everything of the different characters. It's yes, not just indeed. like he you know, likes to pretend to be Godzilla Stomp and things around, but like right. God damn yeah. Yes indeed.
0: So it's it's pretty amusing. But yeah, so I've been playing a lot of that Godzilla game <laughs> lately. Like it's been like this morning, actually, he woke up at like six AM because you know he's he's a kid, he doesn't understand the concept of you sleeping on weekends. Yeah. So he Does that up- game
1: have multiplayer?
0: Um jeez.
1: Well, if it does, I could always sneak into, your, into Finn's game yeah. and give him a little bit of a. Uh, if yeah. you want someone to play with, that's not just. Isn't although, I'm terrible? sure with him, no he's idea. probably some set and down, or however he plays that game. Even if you did find out <laughs> there's some kind of crazy <laughs> mode in there, you probably wouldn't want to play. He just wants to play his game the way it's supposed
0: to be yeah, played. He, yeah. He, he, his he kids has, have that, like, that tunnel vision about stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. He has his one, uh, his one mode that oh, he man. plays in, which is just like the pure, like player versus uh cpu kind of thing so man you can tease him about that at his wedding someday like I remember
1: that <laughs> you know, that godzilla video game phase for like two years yeah. he's gonna be like what i need to take some photos or some video now just to blackmail him 20 Actually, years not a from bad now. idea i
0: should get some just yeah, just a little bit of something. Yeah, you know, just, oh
1: just even him pointing out the the, the character names and everything. Right? Yeah, yeah,
0: it's 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 pretty damn cute though.
1: Well, I'm glad to see someone enjoyed a uh, video game for 2015. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, man! Oh, yeah, man. That goddamn fucking. I like that Finthia Ball kid. He's, he's a he's he's a pretty good you know, guy. I like he's him. He's got a good head on his shoulders. I keep him around. <laughs> You're <laughs> thinking about selling him? Nah, nah, but, nah. We're you know. We're, yeah, the workhouses that are all over the 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 west coast these days, you know? he's,
0: he's almost four now. The resale values kind of shot at this point. That's true, yeah. You if you're an Apple product, you'd be in the garbage <laughs> bin by now. Jeez oh
1: Christ, man,
0: fin 3G. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> I should tell him let you go cuz you got another podcast no, recording no, no, no. an hour I, and a half. No, no, no. I I you know, dude, I I am I'm here. I do not I'm I'm having a blast just hanging out talking so see. unless you want to do the
1: geek week news and review we got that we've already been I, recording for I, two hours though it's totally yeah. up to you i i
0: i'm down for geek week news and review you're crazy okay dead let me actually pull up the serious. google doc
1: <laughs> dead serious okay so okay we, i guess we'll take a break and we'll be back yes. with the geek week news and review
0: yeah
1: I should have taken another shot of whiskey. <laughs> doop, doop, doop. I never drink, but I bought a bottle of uh man, I sound like it did drink. I <laughs> bought a bottle I bought a bottle 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 of Jack Daniels at Christmas oh, and no one drank it. So now I've just got oh, this okay. big bottle of Jack Daniels next to my desk. Slowly going through. Well, it. I have a flask, so I filled it up with the flask. Oh, okay. So I could okay. drink during Hateful Eight. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to take a sip. I'm going to have a nip. It's it's no cold way. in this basement we're recording, so I could use a little nip or something. I hate go. the taste of booze, but it feels so nice. There you go. I, re- I react like a total child to this shit. Oh my god. It smells like fuck. What's, what's it say on that that flask? Mm. It's dark in here. I Oh god damn. Fucking <laughs> whiskey tastes like fart mouth. It's justified? <laughs> this fine. came with the Blu-ray box set? Okay. I'm the asshole walking around with a DVD branded fucking. <laughs> I'm that kind of nerd. I can't even be a fucking alcoholic, right?
0: I'm, I'm sure somewhere I have probably one or two or three video game branded. Yeah, something like yeah, some kind yeah. of yeah. Well, th- I don't drink, so this is the only flask I have. Yeah. Um, and the
1: justified Blu-ray box set was super cheap at Christmas. So oh, there you yeah, go. There you I go. actually need to watch the show. I've only
0: used the flask so far. Oh man! Oh my god! Anyway, oh so warm and toasty in your belly. Nice. I feel Is like a grown only, up. The only real drinking I I, I will have an occasional uh, glass of wine. Yeah, usually, just because I'm I'm because I'm snooty.
1: Yeah, no, we go through a shitload of wine here. We, yeah, we had a big uh, uh, New Year's party here. Oh, uh, nice. And uh, I always buy beer for that stuff because again, I'm still stuck in that like twenties mentality where if you have a party, right. you're gonna buy beer. But yeah, no, because everyone's in their forties. Everyone's like, no, we're just gonna drink wine. We don't need beer. Yeah, We're just going to get slightly tipsy from that. And maybe a little bit of champagne, and that's it. So, oh, okay. Anyway, this is the Geek Week News and Review. Woo! Uh,
0: woo! We're back. This is... Welcome to Death Watch here. <laughs> you um, know how the Geek Week and Review works? Uh, Bill Mudron writes all about the news of the week, and I am reading them Often. For the first time. Yeah, if you
1: want to read them, yeah, that's why right. you want to <laughs> no, no, really take no, any place. I'm fine with please, that too. Yeah, please go right ahead. Go right ahead. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, we down. have uh, Alan Rickman. Rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's kind of the David Bowie one was the was was kind of like the highlight, big bummer. But the Alan Rickman right. one that was the, that was the kick to the knees. That that's, that, that's the one that got me most. That yeah. was a little blow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially because again, no one knew he was sick or anything like that, but. It seemed like he still had a couple decades of work ahead of him. and Yeah. Um, yeah. It's funny, too, because looking at his IMDb profile, I, I thought he was in more movies than he was. Who's um, this? Just what? because he was in seven Harry Potter movies, it feels like he's been in more <laughs> mo- like <laughs> right? If you're talking about non-Harry Potter movies, he hasn't been in that much. Hmm. Um, But yeah, just Die Hard, Galaxy Quest, Harry Potter, all that shit, that's like... Man, yeah, yeah. he was... I did. I do like the fact that he went out of his way to avoid being cast as a villain all the time. He did good at. it. I yeah. mean, even even Snape turned out to be a pretty fucking great villain. He had some great motivation and stuff. I did like that fact that someone left a lily by the Snape door at the Universal Studios Harry Potter oh, set. Oh, that's that's very cute. Um. So yeah. By Grindthar's mm-hmm. hammer, what a savings!
0: That's yeah, is that a, is
1: that the line? Yeah, by,
0: by, by Grabthar's hammer what a savings <laughs> that
1: five minute fucking pause in between that is this generation's <laughs> and patient um oh, but yeah and then yeah david bowie kicked the bucket again someone else uh we didn't know that he was sick just dropped dead yep um and man he was yeah like they were like his wife was taking photos of him like the day before he died and shit yeah. like yeah I mean, he was sick. He—it sounded like you know that was. It's not like he was like you know break dancing up and down the street when those photos were taken. But at least right. he was not just like stuck in a hospital. bed. Exactly. Um, especially Duncan Jones. Like I like you know, a lot of people followed Duncan Jones online, and there was nothing to suspect that like his dad was sick or anything. And yeah, yeah. And did 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 you're not much of a David Bowie fan or anything?
0: I. You know. I mean. I, no. Okay. Yeah. I same too. here. I feel terrible saying that just because yeah. everyone's I'm like a uh, 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 David Bowie kick right now. But uh, I mean, I liked what he did, certainly. But I knew about half a dozen of his songs. And yeah, that's about, about it, it, too. It's like
1: he it was a personality
0: no. as much as anything else. That's, well, that's also, just it, too.
1: He'd been around for so long. I mean, when we were kids. He'd already been famous for 20 years. So it's like yeah. one of those people where he's just part of the cultural wallpaper at a certain point. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so, like I'm,
0: yeah, Labyrinth and uh, and and. Venture brothers. And that's not yeah. even him on Venture Brothers. <laughs> I know. We've got to bring back David Bowie now, just just to have the fucking joke of him dying on the show now or yeah. something. Yeah, seriously.
1: Um I did forget about the Venture Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which just came back. Oh yeah, that comes out what at the end of this month? Yeah. Something I need like to that. Catch up I've only seen the first two seasons. Oh, first two and a half seasons. Oh geez! But I did catch they had the special last fall. Oh right, which right, right. I did watch, and I was like, "What the fuck happened?" Oh, yeah, everywhere?
0: Yeah. no, yeah. See that, Venture Brothers, man. And and just to go completely off topic, that is a show that demands you keep up with it, and you have to watch it chronologically because. And,
1: yeah, I. I mean, even the two and a half.
0: Uh, seasons of the show I did watch. You no know, characters got fucked up
1: and changed, but you still think it's a cartoon. How much of these characters actually going to change? Yeah. And like having missed, like essentially another two and a half years yeah. of the show, I had missed two and a half years of. Yeah. That's like coming back to
0: like an actual drama and missing two and a half it years. It really right? is. I mean, it's. it's Venture Brothers has kind of gotten to the point now where it really is. <laughs> I hate this. I mean, if it doesn't. It's like it's, more it. of a drama than a uh, 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 stupid. You know, it's still funny, but shit sticks on that show. People get
1: fucked up in that show, and that stays. Yeah, it's it's not yeah. like they rebound like they are cartoon characters. It's yeah, I mean, it, yeah. It, which it, I is mean, fitting it, for a show that's supposed to be all about failure. Is that people's right. mistakes and, and the
0: shit that happens to them th- yeah. th- does not go away? Yeah. You know? I mean, uh, you know, it, it it sort of started off as kind of a piss take on like Johnny Quest and that sort of thing, but yeah, they really sort of stuck with that whole yeah that exploring the concept of failure and and that sort of thing and yeah like you said it's still funny but yeah they really kind of do take the the storyline and the mythos very seriously on that show
1: yeah and that special i just saw like they came out last summer was still hilarious so it's still it's as entertaining as it ever was just from like like, if you just want something to laugh but yeah Yeah. just seeing how yeah it was hmm yeah, so I'm glad they're coming <laughs> back soon. And yes. Dark Horse is supposed to be doing an Art of Venture Brothers book that was supposed to come out. Really, I think, I think originally it was supposed to come out last fall when they thought the show might be coming back. Last oh, fall, man. That got so I would assume that's still coming out sometime this year. The, yeah, it was on Amazon and everything like that. And I think oh, it, it's man. not like it's been canceled or anything like that. But I'd be kind of curious to see that too because yeah, that yeah. comics uh, that 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 show's got great uh, design and artwork Yes, it and does. Stuff. Yes, it does. And then Hot Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah, who's who's Hot Robin Hood? Hot Robin Hood. This is not my opinion, but Hot Robin Hood is the animated Robin Hood. Oh, okay, yeah, Disney's Robin, yeah, Disney's, yeah. You, the guy who voiced the hot fox, who really, yeah, man, I feel bad for for young girls' libidos because they took a hit. If you if you were a female in the eighties. David Bowie and Robin had died oh, this weekend. I feel bad for yeah. you guys. That that sucks. But yeah, he he died of being old. Brian oh, okay. Bedford was, was okay. the guy's name. But yeah,
0: he was eighty years old. So did nothing he, too crazy happened. Did there. he voice anyone else? Of, uh, of uh, that's a good
1: question. Let me see. He, uh, I have him above my IMDb. You'd think so, but then again, his voice was so kind of the appeal of that ca- character's voice was kind of. Let's see. Not Peter. Enough. Da uh, da da. Break the real goddamn. Num- 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 num. This is the fascinating part of the podcast What Bill <laughs> brings up on IMDb. Uh, Bedford. Let's see. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Yeah, he was on A Christmas Carol. He was still recording stuff just within the last year. Oh, really? Uh, he, was on, he was on an episode of Frasier. Uh, <laughs> okay. It sounds like he was still doing just random... He was on the Equalizer. But yeah, nothing... I don't see any other... <laughs> oh, games. yeah, he was on the
0: Equalizer. Yeah, nothing. Oh, yeah, it yeah, seems like what... he was
1: a live-action bit player. Um, okay. Okay. Kind of sporadically throughout the last thirty years, he was on an up. He played a character named Greg Stone on Cheers. Okay, um, but that's yeah, no, definitely that animated Robin Hood seems to be his big uh, claim to fame. Right, And right. yeah, he he gone. He go bye bye. Oh, he played uh, Mister Fezziwig on the Christmas Carol. Oh, really? Uh, which version of Christmas Carol was that? Oh, it's not like Muppets. It's one with Jane Krakowski. Huh? The fuck. Anyway, that's neither here or there. But yeah, okay. Robin Hood. Okay. Um.
0: Let's see. And Grizzly Adams died. Yeah, fucking, and Grizzly uh, Adams died. Yes. So were you a
1: fan of Grizzly Adams
0: as a kid? I watched a I watched a crap ton of Grizzly Adams when I was a kid. Yeah, Grizzly Dan really Haggard,
1: Yeah, Grizzly Adams. I think may have been the first TV show I really kind of watched. Kind of like what you were talking about with Finn and Godzilla, where right, I was right, right. Like, because that show came out in the late seventies, and I was born in seventy-five, and so it was little. i mm-hmm. those things where I, like I watched it without really understanding what was going on. Yeah. But I remember being super sad as a kid when the like the theme theme song would come on the end and it would sing about yeah. like how he's gonna be home someday, and I was like so sad. I would like cry as a little kid thinking about, oh, why is he never gonna go home? And my <laughs> parents were just like, it's okay, Bill. It's he'll go home someday. It's oh, okay. And but he got his bear. Well, they like they let his bear come with him when he goes home? <laughs> and actually, if you listen to that song these days, you realize it's actually a Christian thing because are talking about someday he'll go home where he's not oh, going to be. Okay. You know, it's kind of like right. You know, right.
0: But as a kid, I was like,
1: "Why did he, he go home? This long socks him go home." But yeah, so
0: so the bear is Jesus? Is that? I'm I'm confused by the man.
1: Depends on how you <laughs> want to play it. If the, if the bear kills him and sends him quote unquote
0: home, oh man,
1: the bear's Pontius Pilate? <laughs> <laughs> that's on how much of a thing you want to. Uh, it's the tyranny of evil men. Oh, uh, no, man. yeah, that's yeah. Uh, no. But yeah, Dan Haggerty, he died. He died of the old too. Yeah. Yeah. Once you get past seventy, I think it's like, even. though I think it was cancer. So yeah, he had been oh, battling really? cancer. But after, no, yeah, okay. after seventy, I think it's it's. Yeah. No, okay. He, he he died of being over seventy years old. Yeah, that'll happen. Um. Oh no, I, that's not you. I'm sorry. I clicked the link what? and now they're playing the goddamn Grizzly Adams theme in my <laughs> headphones for a second. <laughs> that sounds like something you would do. It's true. Anyway, and my last joke about that was yes, other people have made this joke, but yeah, please someone hide Tim Curry away from the grim uh, fucking Reaper. Yeah, really? And people pointed out that Alan Rickman, David Bowie were both, what, 69 years old? Yeah. English. Well, and uh, fucking Lemmy just died, and he just had oh, just yeah, turned from 69 right. to 70, and that's he right. just died. And so uh-huh. everyone's like, Tim Curry fits the bill for all that stuff, and he's already and, been kind of fucked up for the last couple of years.
0: And um, a world without Tim Curry? Yeah, that's, again, that's
1: another performer who has had such a long story career that there's different reference points for him depending on what
0: generation you've grown up in. That's true, yeah. Like, are you the, like, the worst witch? Rocky Horror, Oh, Oh, it, I forgot about it. Worst Witch, yeah, I forgot about that one. Man, I totally did forget about it. Home Alone 2?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: and, uh... Maybe you're that guy who's, like, way into Congo?
1: Oh, God, yeah. and <laughs> i You know what? I, it's funny because I still can sometimes confuse him with Raul Julia. And Raul Julia was in... Mm. I keep thinking Tim Curry
0: played M. What? Bison, but I know that's not true. You know what, though? Uh, yeah. this, this Maybe this might be subconsciously feeding into your confusion. Uh, I believe Tim Curry played Gomez Adams in, like, some made-for-TV... Okay, see, so that makes sense. Spin-off well,
1: they're both kind of moon-eyed... Dudes of a similar age and right. disposition. Uh Let's see, Tim Curry Gomez, because it seems. Oh yeah!
0: Oh yeah! The Adams yep. Family reunion TV movie, nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, which I believe is part of that. Of, of the part of the Adams Family cinematic universe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it has not been stricken from the canon. There's no Adams Family Legends. Um. No. Look. You know what? Actually, my first Tim. Kur- I like how now we're early eul- 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 <laughs> eulogizing Tim Curry. Um, you can just but- cut this out and, and save it for <laughs> exactly. For that uh, actually, K. Annie, the live action Annie movie that came out like 1980 oh, yeah, yeah. or whatever. That's right. Uh, he was one of the villains in that with uh, with uh, Bernadette Peters. Yes, and indeed. that was probably my first exposure to uh, Tim Curry. Yep. Yeah, man. Can, yeah, yeah, yeah he- that might be my first as well. Yeah, he plays a dude named Rooster trying to meck on Carol Burnett. Which, in retrospect, is a little bit weird, but yeah. Um, But yeah, the the other news... The the only actual real news about Tim Curry this week is that uh, Fox announced that he's going to be playing the criminologist in the TV remake of Rocky Horror next fall.
0: I saw that, and okay, so is this... uh, Is it going to be like a a TV movie? I guess so.
1: So do you know much about Rocky Horror? Not because I'm not
0: much of an expert. I went through... In high school, I went through a big Rocky Horror phase. Yeah. Because that was... uh, See, I right. missed
1: that phase, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, Yeah,
0: it was... Uh, right, that was because... That was when... Uh, when I was in high school was when they it got its first uh, video release. I remember that, so yeah. That was, like, the first time you could see it, like, by not going to some midnight showing. Which is a
1: nice thing. To, I mean, there's nothing wrong with going to midnight showing, but if you're just an introvert who just wants to see the Rocky yeah, yeah, rock yeah, yeah. Horror
0: without it having to, like, put up with having fucking toast thrown in your face, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, uh, now, see, and that uh that actually kicked it off because i i did end up going to see it yeah okay i, I saw it Uh-oh. a couple times in in theaters uh me and and some of my you know nerdy little friends was it uh, a good time yeah yeah it was see, my I parents are
1: always mystified because i never did that and they just assumed i would be the kind of person to do that i was like yeah. i just to stay home and watch empire strikes <laughs> back again for the fifteen thousandth right. time yeah
0: yeah no because uh yeah uh, me and my little circle of of nerd friends were like oh man this is the best thing because you know at the at the time you know it's it's a really kind of you know that's not something it wasn't a movie you're used to seeing you know it was kind of a it's still uh, fun campy and outrageous yeah yeah, exactly you know and it's it's sort of subversive you know if you're a if if you're (laughs) i mean you know if you're if you're a a white kid growing up in the chicago suburbs Uh you know you know Rocky Horror is like you know the the pinnacle of sort of subversive uh, behavior and stuff like that. And
1: yeah, I, th- I think for me instead of Rocky Horror, I think my friends and I were all into uh, watching John Waters movies. But it was oh, a similar okay. thing where it's yeah like, yeah yeah. It's, it's a, it's a dude dressed like a lady eating exactly. shit. Oh, you know, yeah. kind
0: of like yeah, exactly. Which which is the moment when I had to turn off Pink Flamingos. By the which granted, that is the end of the movie, so that's yes. a good. Point. But yeah, that's that is the <laughs> grand finale of Pink Flamingos. Yeah, that was the point when when my friends and I were sitting around. We were just like, okay, I think
1: we're done. <laughs> which does make Tim Curry just running around in fishnet seem kind of tame in comparison. To <laughs> that it. is also you know true. Made it at the same time, yeah. but, um, but so yeah, you know, they're. Like, there was yeah, a theater.
0: Ahead. There was a theater showing uh, Rocky Horror up in Chicago that that we would go to every now and again. So yeah, yeah, we went yeah. through that that whole phase. But um,
1: I, I meant I part of me wishes I. There was a movie that came out in the last couple of years called The Silver Linings. No, no, wait. Oh God, this is an anecdote that I can't. If I can't remember the name of the movie, that's no point of me pointing us <laughs> out.
0: Continue, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> No no I uh, uh I was just curious cuz yeah like like I said I I did go through a big rocky horror phase back in the day. Okay. And you know and it, you know it's not a good movie. You you've
1: seen it well, right. You're not You know what because I had not seen it as I saw it like I you know what actually when it came on on home video I think I ran out to watch and I was okay. like, eh, that's right. that's nothing." I was right. like not very impressed. But, uh, actually just this past, uh, Halloween, uh, the DVD was on sale for super cheap on Amazon oh, and I got nice. it and I actually <laughs> watched the shit out of it a couple of times cause I watched it just to watch it again. And right. also there's a whole bunch of commentaries and like, we oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they do like the fake, like try to approximate the same experience in your home by having like little flash animated popcorn and shit flying up on the screen. Oh, so I watched it with that. <laughs> so I watched it like four times at Halloween. So now you know, I'm a little more familiar with
0: it than I was just six months that's ago. That's funny. Yeah. Um, I, I will, I will say, uh, I, I still love the soundtrack. I love the the music in that movie. It's a cute little movie, and the soundtrack yeah. is good. Yeah, 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 and uh, yes, yeah, so I saw it. And I was just like, yeah, is it like a TV movie? Or are they trying to like break I it up? So. I guess so. This is the first actual details
1: about it that they've actually come out with i yeah. think they did announce like who's going to be playing a couple cast members it's mostly like disney channel teeny boppers which is kind of funny but we, yeah, weird. yeah it's the the couple bits of casting i've heard about like they just announced this week and also who's playing meatloaf uh, oh, or really? eddie i guess i should say right right and right. it's just some random tattooed kid from the disney channel with like a hitler haircut and just you know weird. just the Not Hitler haircut, (laughs) the Hitler youth haircut. Uh, Um, Oh, the person being a wallflower—that's what it is. There's a movie that Emma Watson made, just like right after Harry Potter, where uh, she plays a Pittsburgh high school student in 1992 who uh, drags one of her best friends to go see Rocky Horror Picture Show. Which is—that's I was a high school student in Pittsburgh in 1992. Part of me was like, whoa! For the girls dragging nerds like me to 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 Rocky Horror would look like Emma Watson. I would have totally seen that all the time. (laughs) Shit. Did you So were that's you aware?
0: yeah. That's were you aware?
1: That, So Tim Curry's gonna be playing the criminologist, which is a character yeah. who spends all of his time in a in a in a wheelchair.
0: Yes, exactly. The
1: as long as I put his little his little weasely little flabby little Tim Curry legs in, uh. in nets, as long as he do one little kick, that's all he needs yeah. to do for that role. Yeah, which I'm yeah. sure
0: I'm sure he will do. Yeah.
1: And I guess well, that means it was also narrating the film too. But yeah, yeah, Tim Curry. I'm glad he's still out there. Yeah, I'm glad he's gonna yeah, still be Tim in Curry. something
0: new too. So And Clue. You guys were talking about Clue a couple oh, weeks God ago. Clue, yeah. Clue's such a good movie. And
1: again, Tim Curry, like he's I mean, he's the center point of that movie and he sells that yes, whole movie. Yes, like so he's the linchpin that. of that goddamn flick. Yeah, um, so you're... that's the thing watching um I was watching with Dylan. I was watching uh galaxy quest and we watched for alan rickman but as great as uh, alan rickman is in that movie there's mm-hmm. enough sh- great shit going on in that movie like alan rickman is great but he's just oh, almost yeah. like very on top of like stupid shit going on they like yeah. veronica Mars' dad in that movie is fucking hilarious as the lead alien and, oh yeah 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 um but that's neither here nor there
0: uh, uh, everyone's great in that movie
1: yeah so okay next thing is trying to brought up Oh, China bought up Legendary Pictures, uh, which is the studio that produced uh, Pacific Rim, Godzilla, Jurassic World, Nolan's Batman flicks, and a billion other big budget flicks uh, produced uh-huh. in the last 15 years. Yeah, this is a big deal because this is China's biggest purchase of like a Hollywood asset yet so far weird and this is the yeah the production company that made like all these big big goddamn movies and they said yeah for one random billionaire I was like oh, for oh four billion bucks i'll pick those guys up sure okay. and so you have this giant pillar of hollywood being that owned by china so that huh. everyone's kind of freaking out about that a little bit
0: that's weird um
1: yeah.
0: and what you know uh hollywood's so kind of pandering to to china these days as well mm-hmm. so yeah. you know this is i guess kind of a kind of a natural evolution of that this is china's turning into what everyone was scared
1: of japan in the 80s <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stuff. but this may actually turn out act, actually into more of a thing whereas in the 80s a guy that kind of turned out to be not much of anything right um but, yeah, this the, the, this beats Nintendo buying the Se- Seattle Mariners by a country mile. Oh, <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah, just, just even in just terms of the sheer amount of money being thrown around. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, China's got, like, this emerging middle class that needs entertainment. And now they're just, like, buying up, like, yeah, just giant, the whole motion picture studios. And that's the next uh, bit of news is that The Force Awakens seems to have kind of whiffed it in China. Oh, really? And Hollywood, they were counting on it doing Gangbusters in China for it to unseat Avatar as the biggest movie of all time at the global box office. And because it uh, China didn't take to to the to Star Wars, it sounds like Star Wars is not going to dethrone Avatar after all, uh, despite okay. having easily outstripped every other movie, including Avatar, in the United States. Yeah, yeah. Just because China didn't take to it, that means you, like you need like if you want to become the biggest movie of all time, you have to. It has to be China friendly, right? Uh, right. And that's kind of a lesson coming out now, and that's kind of horrifying. The, uh, you know, Which is fine, the, I'm fine with that. Like, it's a global market, but it just yeah. that's just the purchasing power of China right now. It's it's kind of becoming a huge thing. It's 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 slowly rivaling America. And the, I look forward uh, to a hundred years from now when Finn <laughs> is managing the cheap knockoff Foxconn here in in America while we're making Apple <laughs> products
0: for China. Yeah. Oh man god man that sounds like some white paranoia shit yeah seriously yeah the the last act of uh star wars should have uh instead of taking place on uh what taco donna yes should have should have, should have uh been in uh beijing
1: god. <laughs> man the fucking planet names in that movie they could have been a little bit yeah. taco donna taco donna taco donna, taco Not- donna. A planet name should not be the name of a food and a woman's first name. <laughs> it should not be like Pancake Louise. Or my you know. wife loves tacos. So hey, that's that's the thing though. You're thinking, oh, taco because that's the reason really? why I don't say it more in the movie. Because then everyone's like, man, fuck this popcorn. Where's the my fucking tacos? Now I'm, I'm <laughs> out of here. And get to hit fucking. I guess Chipotle. I've never eaten at Chipotle, but I hear it's a big thing. Yeah, I don't uh, know. That's my Portland hipsterism coming out. Going, nice. oh, I've never heard of this "quote unquote" Chipotle.
0: Never uh, even at Chipotle. Chipotle. Did you? uh... <coughs> oh, excuse me. Did you? Just, just speaking of pandering to China, did you? I, I'm guessing you probably haven't because you're not, you know, oh, no. this level of nerdism. But uh, the was fourth, the fourth Transformers movie. Yeah, I'm guessing you've not seen that. No, I saw the first one in theaters. <laughs> yes, yes, the
2: fourth. But, yeah,
1: everything else after that. Yeah, I forgot there was that. That's the one with what's his face. Not, not with the other what's uh,
0: his face. Uh, Marky Mark. Yeah, Marky yeah. Marks, Yeah, the Funky Bunch stayed home. So Transformers Four is like, you know, it's it's a stupid Michael Bay explosion fest, and of course, you know, it's like four hours long or some ridiculous yeah. thing. It's 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 stupidly long, but like, it it's the China pandering in that movie is so blatant. And just so China pandering, just the fact that it's got panda in the name, too, is actually
1: <laughs> this needs to be a term. Well, actually, even if we don't do anything, someone else is gonna come up like trying pandering, course. isn't that clever? Yeah,
0: but yeah. so is it all So it's like it, it that movie is essentially two movies crammed into one because you have like this whole sort of intro bit with Marky Mark fighting Optimus Prime or whatever he does in that. Mm-hmm. And then like the the movie actually comes up comes to like this kind of resolution and then uh one of the human characters is like okay you know what now oh you there you go one, one of the human characters uh, is just like uh okay now now we need to go to china now we need to go to my factory in china yeah okay let's go to china and oh you know what it turns out there's dinosaur robots in china and oh, now we're gonna have another whole we're gonna have a secondary climax but it takes place in china and oh really okay yeah it, it's it, it is it's basically like they were filming the movie and then michael bay said you know what let's do a. let's do a we have time i these i have these cameras on loan for another week let's do a sequel <laughs> yeah, We'll just um, set the sequel in China so they can have their own
1: Transformers movie, yeah, There's too. nothing inherently wrong with having Chinese-based stuff in there, especially if they're oh, paying for no. half the movie. Right, but right. It's, it's one of those things where I'm sure where they had already written like oh, the yeah. script as is, and then the last moment from a financing point of view, they're like, you know, <laughs> yeah. we can cut this budget in half if we just suddenly have like the third act takes place in China. Yeah. They're like, okay. So, then, yeah,
0: I, they just kind of wedge that in there. And it's like... Um, but I, it is blatant enough where it is like kind of like, okay, it seems like the movie's kind of wrapping up. And then a character says, okay, now let's go to my factory in China. <laughs> okay, yeah. And then, oh, you know, that, that just the little text at the bottom of those yeah, Beijing, China.
1: Yeah. Aww. There was something about when they were filming that movie about how they were trying to, because I think they filmed like at least maybe the Chinese part of that movie in Detroit or something. Okay. And it was a place where there's not a lot of Asians, but they were scouring everywhere to find didn't matter if you were Chinese, South Korean, North Korean, Japanese oh, yeah. if you just kind of looked vaguely Asian they were just scouring everything you know because it's like nice. the Midwest and it's like how many people are you going to find for all these big crowd scenes And well you know what you do uh, you know what you do, you go to Breakfast at Tiffany's route, oh god Jesus yeah <laughs> just hand out eyeglasses <laughs> and buck teeth to everyone it just, it, it's, it's a comical farce it's, it's, it's yeah. making a statement about uh, institutional ra- uh, racism yeah <laughs> Oh my God! There was also something too. Was it like the last Iron Man movie where? Oh well, yeah, they're starting to do the thing where there's like different cuts of the movies too, depending. Yeah, that's even, right. even as weirdly Chinese centric as these movies can get in the West, that's yeah. actually stripped down. There's actually even more like. Chinese content in China. I think was it the Iron Man movie where similar it was there's like it's a tra- tractor commercial for some like track Chinese tractor company in the middle. Yeah. Like not a commercial, but it's like something has to be solved with a Chinese tractor. <laughs> yeah. And, like, yeah. and then the, like Iron Man opens up his fridge. Or maybe that was Captain America and he's got
0: like Chinese drinks in his fridge for no reason. No, and, I'm, or I'm something I'm, like that. I'm pretty sure you're right there, there like like maybe Iron Man 3 had like a whole extra scene yeah something filmed for the chinese version
1: of the movie yeah of course the chinese i i think they even said it was bad enough that even the chinese realized that was such badly so badly edited in Mm. they could tell oh this must be our part of the movie i guess because (laughs) right now talking about chinese things that only we would know about but right not fit the rest of the movie yeah Uh, okay yeah that makes sense Ridiculous. So yeah, not to get all xenophobic. Like I said, it's totally fine. But no oh yeah, yeah. No, it's 200. it's just. But
0: yeah. it's 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 not even like the you know we don't we don't want no China in our in our American movies. It's just uh, the the kind of just blatant sort yeah. of like I said, time. kind of. Yeah, Sort of of pandering too, just like, here's this market we're trying to exploit in just the most obvious way possible. In the laziest way possible. Yes, yes, exactly. And it's interesting too, because they were talking about how I didn't know this, but
1: I guess the Star Wars movies just aren't really well known in Mm, China. Okay. Uh, That they only got officially shown for the first time. I think they said they only re uh, Disney just re released uh, the first uh, first you know the original trilogy that we grew up with as cool. essentially like a little marathon package this last summer in order to drum up support for the the Force Awakens coming out there this summer. Oh, and people pointed out there's like there's aside from maybe Star Wars for some reason just doesn't really click with Chinese taste. There's a precedent for why they would not have been a big fans of like trying to get. Star Wars shown in China because it's, you know, it's a movie about revolution and all this stuff. Oh, okay. They're like throwing off your evil oppressors and huh. it makes sense that the Chinese officials would be like, maybe we're not going to show the star population when it first came <laughs> out. Maybe they're more lax now right. just because there's money to be made. Right. Uh, ironically enough in a, you know, non-capitalist huh. society. But yeah, so it's funny to see that it's like the problem with China is the only place on the planet that's not like, oh yeah, Star Wars. Right, right. I mean, just from a cultural perspective, that's kind of huh. interesting too. So, yeah, so... Yeah, So and the, people are blaming that. that That's the reason. Just lack of familiar, familiarity with Star Wars kind of killed okay. me over there. Interesting. Um. Man, this is interesting. Amazon has expanded its game discounts to 20% off all I pre-orders. That. Seemingly all. uh, Video game pre-orders, we should say. And yes. uh, any new video game purchases made within two weeks after launch.
0: Yeah. And this is uh, sort of, uh, I guess, to kind of counter the Best Buy Gamers Club. Which is that you and a couple other people have been tweeting about me forever yeah. about how great that is. Is is that sort of something they just kind of cooked up in the last year or two? Yeah, it's. I think it's been. Yeah, it's been around for maybe two years or so. Okay. Um, yeah, I just joined. Actually, I just joined uh, recently uh, with the uh, freaking oh, yeah. Lego Dimensions when that was coming out because because I you know I I'm a I'm a big Lego nerd. I enjoy the Lego video games uh, for what they are, and I was like, okay, well, I know I'm going to be going pretty much all in on this stupid thing yeah and it is a it is a it is a really big money sink because it is expensive as as all get out yeah just saying yes a small percentage on that stuff is actually going to save you some real money yeah yeah and um yeah it was like what 30 bucks for the year or no 30 bucks for two years oh you have to pay for that i thought it was just a free thing no you do have to you do have to pay to to join it okay uh but yeah it was like 30 bucks uh to, uh, to, for two years, and then yeah, what you do is you get twenty percent off every video game you buy. And now, now there you know there's no like two week limit on it. Uh, yeah. You know you get the twenty percent off of any uh, any game you pre order, any game you buy at the store or online. Okay, so uh, that's nice. A little more all encompassing yeah. than even what Amazon's trying and to it, do. That, right? Yeah, and it and, and it applies to uh, like in, like Amiibos.
1: Oh, so it okay. Works so they have actual software. Okay, yeah. that's nice.
0: it, uh, oh, okay. it works so on they've... all the okay. Lego Dimension expansion kits as well. So, oh. but um, which can be uh, like $25, 30
1: bucks a piece, depending. Oh, on Yeah, what you're yeah. Saying, yeah. So you're saving some money. Yeah, get six bucks, you could buy a decent Big Mac for what you're saving off of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think I just equate six dollars
0: oh, a Big I don't Mac. <laughs> just a Big Mac, why
1: not? Um. But yeah, it's so well. Good, no, good on Amazon. Um, Uh, Would you be tempted to buy anything through Amazon as opposed to uh, Best Buy stuff now? As a result of yeah, yeah. See, I don't have a car, and there's no Best Buy near me. Okay, so and I live from home, so like it makes sense. Like it's great to have the shit delivered. Like oh yeah, yeah, like yeah, fucking have a twenty percent discount and not have to leave the house. Yeah, no,
0: it's perfect. Um, I you know I will probably be drifting more back towards Amazon, just, again, uh, and, you know, it, and I have a car, and I live, like, it's, I, I'm like a 10-minute drive from Best Buy. Okay, yeah. But... See, that's I why would... everyone was like, Bill, like,
1: even when I was tweeting about this, mm-hmm. people were like, oh, do, don't you do the Best Buy thing? And I'm like, man, <laughs> I have to take, I have to take, like, three buses and a train <laughs> yeah, out to yeah, Best
0: Buy. That's not yeah. worth it, no. But, um, but, I mean, you know, uh, uh, even still, even still, I would much rather... Just, just have the package sitting at the door when I get home. Then have to.
1: Yeah, if you don't you have know. to go to Best Buy, if, you yeah, know. it's not like drive there anyway. But it's not like going to like Walmart or something where you just need to pick up groceries or anything. Right. That's a, that's you have to make that trip. Yeah. So, but, um, um, I think it's really interesting that like the 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 twenty percent off applies to, well, it, this was more interesting before I, you told me that the Best Buy thing is a little more all-encompassing. Uh, right. But the fact that Amazon discounts, these this discount actually applies for two weeks after launch too, which is that. That's yeah. actually
0: really nice. No, that is that is a, a really nice idea. I, I would not have expected them to do that. Yeah,
1: that is way less reason for me to want to pre-order games now because yeah. um, Amazon has a lot of great sales, but those sales tend to dissipate after launch day right and uh but if yeah unless there's a specific version of a game i'm trying to get that i know it's going to be hard to find after launch day yeah and there's no real reason now just like pre-order uh oh yeah though of course unless you know i i'm not worried about playing that game on launch day too but like yeah, yeah that's kind of nice like no, the next assassin's creed i don't like i'll just fine i'll wait if i st- if i can still get 20 percent off and still oh, just wait yeah. for two weeks and it still gets delivered to my house yeah like, exactly
0: i'll just wait a little bit sure, yeah you know. get get reactions and stuff from people online and stuff see if it's even worth exactly. worth the trouble so yeah um yeah no. and i don't know if that's a, i don't know if that's explicit uh,
1: just exclusive to prime members it sounds like it be for everybody i guess oh that's cool yeah so but yeah amazon prime i don't want to type them up too much cuz that's another evil company it's not like we're like oh i love amazon they love me back but <laughs> it's always lesser of two evils when you're talking right. about this kind of shit yeah um, but yeah, do you care about this Cloverfield two news? I,
0: you know what I do. Okay, yeah, a lot of people are like,
1: full Cloverfield." Yeah. I was like, "I don't think it was that bad."
0: No, nah, I, you know what? I'll tell you this: I friggin' loved Cloverfield when I saw it oh, in the theater. Yeah, I love me some Cloverfield. I, what, what would? Did you did you like it? Were you? Uh, I had a
1: good time with it. I thought
0: the monster design was crap. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. not crap. That's a little. I don't want to be that guy. I thought it was bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I was just a little bit disappointed. Just, well, the, before Cloverfield came out, there was a leak of an image that people were saying that was supposed to be the Cloverfield monster, which was essentially just a that giant... That so yeah, the walking whale with two yeah, legs. Yeah, well, that, that was great. This kind of got good. Yeah, you know, it's Godzilla enough, but I like right. Godzilla, and it just turned out to be the actual Cloverfield monster. Just turned to be, a, it was what like a deer turned inside out and like born yeah. up to be hundred
0: feet tall, all spindly, That's, armed and stuff. Which,
1: again, not bad. That's actually kind of great for a unique monster design. Yeah. But at the same time, it wasn't like it was more unique than it was fun to watch.
0: But I do yeah. love the idea of a found footage on the ground with the survivors. Right monster movie like that yeah yeah Yeah, that's that's that was my i mean when i saw it in the theater it was it was total like kind of roller coaster ride kind of thing and yeah like like i i really liked just that the perspective of like a godzilla movie from just a random schmo and not like a room full of scientists or a bunch of military people and you know just you know how would how would Lizzie Kaplan react to a Godzilla attack? I
1: need to go back and rewatch that because I had no idea that was Lizzie Kaplan in that Lizzie movie. Kaplan. Who I
0: now have a crush on. Well, how do you not? Yeah, and
1: it's how like T.J. Not? Miller from um uh from uh, Silicon Valley's in that. Really, They're kind of the big guys. Like everyone else, is kind of like oh, and plus, what's her face? But <laughs> yeah, Lizzie Kaplan, she's fucking amazing. Yes. Uh, you you've seen Party Down, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Party okay, Down. That's great. that's yeah, okay. Party Down is is pretty fantastic. Um but yeah, so they just uh, out of the blue yeah! <laughs> again with, like what they did with the original Cloverfield. Yeah. Had a trailer for something called, was it Ten Cloverfield Lane? 10 Cloverfield Lane. Attached to some new movie that I think was from like critics screen or something like that. Yeah. Um yeah, they just had a trailer for this. Hey, it's a new movie called Ten Cloverfield Lane starring uh Scott Pilgrim and uh
0: uh, no, 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 no. What? Ramona Flowers. Ramona Get Flowers. Get it straight. <laughs> oh,
1: <gosh. laughs> I um, know. Also, apologies for the Deryman music. That's my doorbell going off. Oh, my nice. house parents are here for dinner. That's um, outstanding. We're almost at the end of the podcast. This fucking <laughs> Odyssey of a podcast. We're at the end of the <laughs> Geek interview. Uh, but yeah, no, yeah. It stars uh, John Goodman and yeah, uh, Elizabeth Winstead. She was a Ramona flower. She was also in Death Proof again. Tarantino. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is objectively Tarantino's worst movie.
0: I I um, know her as a uh, Sky High.
1: Are you serious? <laughs> Was she in Sky High? You know what, you know what I'm talking about? Sky yeah, High? No, I didn't see it, but I remember seeing the trailers for that. She's in Sky. She's like the hot cheerleader chick I, in, in Sky High. one of the High. things why I thought I dreamed that movie. No, no. Sky High is real. Wow. And also, that movie came out a long time ago, too. I didn't it's, think it's about that.
0: A, it's a real movie with uh, Wonder High. Woman and Evil Dead and yeah. and some of the kids in the hall. Well, doesn't it? Wait, does it have kids in the hall? Yeah. Uh, is it? Uh, does it? Uh, dave dave foley and kevin mcdonald are both Doesn't in that movie big trouble little china play the dad yes yeah yes, okay that's, yeah. that's what i'm thinking of yeah exactly yeah, okay yeah yeah
1: yeah that's it's actually kind of a
0: fun. i enjoyed sky high for what i'll it go was. back you know what Party for the party there you go there you go <laughs> oh you know what you're talking you you brought this up before the show oh yeah we got distracted by it. god knows yes. what yeah yes uh what did I? What did I suggest uh, that you do on Tardy to the Party? And i and I have I volunteer. I will come on that show. You, according to my notes, you volunteered for Super Mario Brothers the movie. I I would I would definitely volunteer for Super Mario Brothers the movie. Uh, which we're, is... we're going to do Space Jam next weekend. I couldn't remember. Oh, if nice. Space Jam was the one you were talking about. Nice. I haven't seen Space Jam. I I saw Space Jam in the theater. I have not oh, seen it. Oh my god! Yeah, we've done a spate of kind of
1: dour, wintry. He really movies. has. Yes. and so that's why i was like we got to do something we got to do yeah. something for the crowds we got to be fucking space jam because <laughs> like yeah even daniel was yeah. like well we could do uh i don't know fucking hamlet or something like that and i'm like yeah. we got to be something light and peppy nah, that's yeah <laughs> oh we did return to oz this week so that's, that's not true bad.
0: and you guys <laughs> just did uh what
1: muppet treasure island too no, yeah that's a good point yeah. yeah but i like that like but then we also did a lion in winter victor victoria yeah. it's exactly dirges too at the same time
0: <laughs> <laughs> you What's know, ter- terrible when uh I remember when you were saying like, oh yeah, yeah. Or like our next episode is going to be Victor Victoria. I was like, oh, the, the Ed Wood movie. <laughs> that was my immediate response. Oh, the movie. Edwin... Yeah, oh,
1: that's right. Oh my god. Yeah. You know, what? sometimes I'll be watching a TV show and at the end of the TV show, especially if it's an older TV show, yeah. it'll say that the the sound was done at Glenn or Glenda Sound or something like really? that. And I'm wondering if that that's like somehow to do with Glenn or Glenda the, you I know, thought. the Edwin movie or anything like that. yeah, but yeah, yeah. that's fucking hilarious. Oh my yeah,
0: god. for some reason, whenever I hear Victor Victoria, my immediate thought is, oh, Glenn or Glenda. Yeah, I it, I oh, i confused with Glenda. <laughs> I
1: wish I worked in a video store still, just so I could swap Glenn or Glenda with like, <laughs> in of, like the, the VHS case for Victor and Victoria. Oh my God. Yeah. Glenn or Glenda is probably the better movie. Yeah, oh. yeah, we did not like. I, I guess that episode's not live yet, but we did yeah, not like Victor
0: Victoria. Okay, I, I, I will listen
1: to it. Which is a shame because I, I man, I want to fucking suck on those titties <laughs> so bad, but i was <laughs> so disappointed that movie. That was a heartbreaker.
0: <laughs> i oh, oh, you God. know what and, and before the show i i i was i was cracking wise about how i was like really big into breakfast at tiffany's yeah i know and, yeah and 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 everything oh. and, and my computer uh crapped out right uh before it's i could get to the punchline the I, i've i've never i've never seen breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> <laughs> so well you still haven't no 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 oh, that I, movie's you, a piece of shit you guys did not sell me on it so oh you listen to that episode i uh, yeah oh my god yeah i listen i listen to your, your there's shows. nothing wrong
1: with that but we do such a blow by blow this is what happens in the movie we just yeah, assume that I mean, anyone's gonna listen has seen the thing that we're talking about no nah,
0: i i i you know maybe it, maybe it's just because i like listening to you guys uh chat but no i i probably okay. totally, yeah like i like that's I, a good I, thing thumbs up yeah <laughs> yeah i know yeah, i've, I've never i've never seen lion in winter but i listened i listened to lion that and yeah that's what's well that's what i hear yeah, if you have, we're always accepting recommendations from people. I too. like I said, I would be I'd be happy to come on and do uh, Super Mario Brothers, which Might is a on that probably sooner than later. A horrible movie that somehow I I I have affection for.
1: I have no idea how I avoided seeing that because I'm the it's, same age as you. I should have been right. the first person in the theater for to the see that guy. Well, I saw UHF in the theater. I read the Hudson Hawk novelization two weeks <laughs> before Hudson Hawk came out. So it's not like I had prescient taste
0: about what's a good movie well, or a bad movie well, in the well, late well, 80s. You said though. You know, you were. No, that movie, um, that movie was like 93. Wait, Super Mario Brothers? Yes. Wait, is that late? Yes, you were, cause you, you said you, like, during your. Oh, high I school, was out of, yeah, no, I was yeah, out, of you, yeah, you were out of games. Yeah, that's out of games. I, I got gotcha to that fucking bullet, like, The Matrix. Me, uh, my friend and I, my, my sort of uh, gym. Yeah, my, my, 1993, yeah. Yeah, my cohort in video game nerdery all through high school, um, we i i remember uh we had because we were getting ready for high school graduation and like first thing in the morning we had we had to go to our high school and there was like a little practice run like a rehearsal high school graduation yeah and we we did that and then we bolted straight to the mall for opening day super mario brothers (laughs) Which even by the trailers, you should have suspected something goes up. Oh but yeah, really? yeah. No, no,
1: it's Super Mario Brothers. It's but the movie. Know, like we really were, we yeah. were big
0: nerds, man. Me and my, me and my friend, we were.
1: We were even big ner- back in the day, technically, I mean, it was uh, written by one of the guys who wrote Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Was it really? Well, at least co-written and uh, directed by the same guys who did, um, uh, fucking Max Headroom. So that should have oh, been right, right, right. Yeah, Ed Solomon. Yeah, he's, I think he's, is he one of the guys who also did Ed Wood, too? I can't remember. I no, just, uh,
0: oh, okay. Okay. But he did but, yeah. oh, Mom and Dad Saving the World. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I will I will happily come on for that. I have also recommended that you do, and again, I will I will come on for this and be uh, the counterpoint as the person who's seen it. Oh, yeah. I, I recommend that you, uh, watch The Adventures of Pete and Pete if you want to do a TV show.
1: Oh, Christ almighty. Yeah, because okay. that's you, that's, that's that, I you not seen think Somebody me? else has suggested that, but I've never seen it. Pete and Pete is friggin' outstanding. I love Pete and Pete. Uh, in fact, a friend of ours, Rachel, edited a couple of years ago. She actually assembled a Pete and Pete's fanzine. Oh, wow. Actually, I think it had some accounting essays from the two actors from the show and stuff. And that's actually the most I know about Pete and Pete is from, oh, okay. from, from hearing about that project okay, so this is uh, I have the target <laughs> there you go i'm gonna uh, talking about our other podcast uh I yeah know, I, I have the show notes for uh of hey, the party this, open right now is, i'm gonna
0: add the adventures is, of Pete and Pete this is pop culture detritus
1: oh yeah, uh and- adventures of Pete and Pete that's going right below uh justified oh wait, no, what so the top of the list is the top of the my t v target of the party list is animes. And yeah. then the first thing is Adventures of Pete and Pete and Justified oh, and Veep, Ghostbusters cartoon, Friends, Twin Peaks, X Files. Yeah, okay, so okay, it's already there. On you there. go, and it's actually already highlighted too.
0: And and the other one uh, that I have recommended that you do, and again, okay. I would love to come on and talk about it, is uh, Forbidden Zone. Forbidden Zone. Uh, the Which, Richard Richard I Elfman. What's that? I just came out on Blu-ray. That's, that's a true. It did. That's true. Uh, it Forbidden did. Zone. Okay, that's adding. Yeah, Danny Elfman's brother, Richard Elfman. That was I thought it was Danny Elfman made that. I don't know why it was his brother did that. No, it's his brother. Uh, Danny Elfman is in it. Uh, yeah, I've seen the clip of him dancing around, like, trying yeah. to be all, uh, uh, yeah. He, he plays Satan.
1: Oh, is that supposed to be Satan? Because I know he's doing the whole dance routine of, uh, what's his face? Who uh, so, was in Minnie, the movie? Mooch-
0: Minnie the Moocher. Yeah, Minnie the Moocher. Uh, yeah. um, Captain Calloway. yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, that... <sighs> That movie is essentially, it's it's like a live-action uh, Max Fleischer cartoon. Uh,
1: yeah, I think we may have mentioned this before, because yeah. I think that's one of Dylan's favorite movies, too, because she yeah. grew up
0: as a huge Oingo Boingo fan. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, oh, yeah, yeah it's, it's Danny Elfman and Oingo Boingo as, like, okay. Satan and, and his and his little uh, denizens of man, hell.
1: Man, if we do that, I should see if Daniel's seen Back to School. Can we do a whole Oingo Boingo Dumble feature? Oh, that would be perfect. And it would be the most loosely threaded double feature ever <laughs> just
0: because Oinbo Boingo is the band that plays yes. at the bar in back to school. I, I I think I I think it's at like a party at the it's end something or something. like that. Yeah, yeah. it's funny
1: because I could have gone with like weird science or something where they actually could no, be I don't know. Yeah. I'm back to
0: school. Back to School.
1: <laughs> the triple indie. Yeah. Yes,
0: indeed. I remember back to school. Back to school's
1: a good time. I want to do a double feature of Pee Wee's Big Adventure and 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 oh, uh, back to school. There oh yeah, go. those are also uh, Danny Elfman's first two movie scores. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's neither yeah. here or there. Yeah. Also looking up Wikipedia, uh one of the co writers of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, who also wrote Super Mario Brothers the movie, is married to the daughter of John Cleese. That is our trivia for today. Really? <laughs> yeah, Cynthia <laughs> okay. Cleese. That is his wife. Okay. Which that's a that's going to dinner with that family. That's comedy that, gold. That would be a uh yeah. Like oh, you could talk about man. the dead parrot sketch, or you could talk about the excellent to each other. Like, what? Well, there's so much stuff to choose from at dinner. We need to end this because you got re- you got a more popular podcast to record oh, no. in less than half an hour. Oh, holy crap! It's almost five. That's okay. what I'm saying. Yeah, we started at one. Oh my friend. god! There was an hour of us fucking around and trying to get That's the technical true. stuff to work out. Okay, so we're right at the end here. Okay. Uh, do you know about scary <laughs> stories to tell in the dark? uh no what is scary stories to tell in the dark oh, okay so you like this is one of the things i was going to have annie explain to me scary stories to tell in the dark is a series of i guess young adult horror novels that debuted in the 80s we would have been young enough we no. should have been into the ship but somehow no. i never heard about this until just in the last couple of years no uh Guillermo del Toro just announced this week that he's trying to turn that stuff into a movie oh really uh, but, uh, yeah, just looking up the illustrations for these things really kind of gross cryptic kind of scary for a, for a kid's book that came out in the early eighties, which actually that back oh. then that was still when you can kind of get away with illustrations
0: like that. I've, I've seen these illustrations. Before.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Cause I've seen them too, but I didn't realize that's what this stuff
0: is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah, oh you know what now seeing the covers to the books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I I remember these from back. I don't yeah, think I I've never ever read them, but I
1: remember seeing them. But yeah, there's a whole bunch of people out there who for people don't know, Jeez. this was goosebumps before there was goosebumps essentially. Yeah, these are freaking creepy as hell. Yeah, and that was that would, the, I mean these were sitting around elementary s- schools back in like 1985. Right. Yeah, I yes. I have no idea how I avoided this stuff as a kid cuz I love ghost stories yeah. and morbid shit and like that. And, yeah. Right, right. There's like dead little kid baseball players and shit. Yeah, yeah, you can see why Guillermo del Toro is like, "Oh, this doesn't have a plot, but it looks really cool." Of course, I'm going to get out of that. Yeah, that's true. Um, oh, and I forgot to look up the notes for this. But speaking of goofy ca- uh, creators, uh, Matt Greenig is going to do a new uh, animated series for this time for Netflix. Really? Yeah. Um, I don't think there's any details about it yet, but other than that, he's going
0: to do another cartoon. Oh man! Well, I love Family Guys, so this will be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Don't even. Oh, it just made me feel
1: dirty because even for a moment, I was like, "Wait, did he?" Oh no, no, wait, 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 what are we talking about here? Uh, but yeah, okay, it really is they've signed a deal. But there's, I'm sure even Matt Graining might be like, "Oh shit, now I have to make a cartoon. It's not enough just to collect <laughs> the paycheck from Netflix." <laughs> yeah, but seriously. Yeah, I got to come up with some characters. um well, does, I, I mean, he was. was pr- pr- hmm? I don't know what he'll do because I don't know. We'll see what happens there.
0: Yeah, I mean that, but he. I mean, he was. He was pretty heavily involved in... Future- I mean, he hasn't touched Simpsons in, in probably 20 years, but, yeah. and but he was pretty heavily involved with uh, Futurama pretty much through his like entire he really run. He
1: poured his blood and guts more into Futurama than he ever did the Simpsons.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: not to be all like, fuck, MacRanick, but... Um, yeah, he. It seems like he like he like he was happy to collect checks from the Simpsons while we're really kind of getting more in the 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 dirt with uh, oh, yeah. uh Futurama, which I need to finish future watching Futurama. I missed like the last season or two that aired
0: when it came like, back. Uh, yeah yeah I mean yeah that's what I kept on hearing from people. Yeah, there. I mean, there are actually some some really good episodes uh uh-huh. during that that sort of final stretch, but uh yeah, it's it's not it's, Just... it's not on the whole it's not. Uh, <laughs> I kind of what would, it was.
1: like, aside from even what the cartoon would be about, I wonder who he gets to like run the cartoon because he's not going to be writing and directing these things. Like, that's okay. the thing. He, he'll come up with characters and he has a whole crew uh, coming in and, and do all the heavy lifting for him. But Futurama was so very specific that t- to the crew that he assembled for that cartoon. Right. Like, David X. Cohen, and all these guys who were math nerds first, comedy oh, writers yeah. second. And that really informed like all the weird fucking science jokes and math jokes on that fucking show. So I don't know if he's going to go that crazy with the new show or maybe it's just going to be like fucking, I don't know. It's a big, it's just going to be a bunch of characters talking. It's not going to be any kind of high
0: concept thing. But I mean, what's David X. Cohen doing these days? I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, mean,
1: you'd think the first thing you would want to do is hire back, like not even hire back those guys, but there's a shitload of old Simpsons guys out there who like you'd say, hey, guys, what are you doing these days? Yeah, yeah. Um, Although, I don't think Matt Granning's that much into, like... He seems to have strained relationships with people, so I don't know if there's a lot of people would be... Not that he's done anything to anyone, but, like, he he doesn't seem to be that kind of guy who's nostalgic enough to be like, oh, I'm going to get the whole crew back yeah, together. Yeah, make I can see that. Classic era Simpsons again, but... Yeah. I don't know. But,
2: that's... That's... Yeah,
1: uh-oh. Oh, uh-oh. no. Guys, he's wondering where his dad went. Was he asking about Daddy? Sound like, I thought I heard something about Daddy. See, this oh, is the man. plot of Interstellar: uh, where the Daddy goes into deep space for a million years and doesn't uh, see his kid. You're, you're, you don't know it, yeah. But if you see Interstellar, you're gonna be. Uh, What's that song about? You're a lot like me.
0: <laughs> the cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. You're
1: living that out right now as you're entering your fifth <laughs> year of being on your one episode of the Boy Howdy Podcast. Oh, okay, last last bit of Geek Week news interview what do we have. Oh, Jesus. You can now order Girl Scout cookies online via their digital cookie platform. What? So what? these, you can have boxes and crates of however many Girl Scout what? cookies you want to deliver your home through the mail. Um, actually, going back to The Simpsons, um, old Simpsons writer slash showrunner Bill Oakley, who lives here in Portland, uh, he was broadcasting about how his daughter is selling cookies and that you could buy cookies from her by clicking on a link in his tweets that will take wow. you to on- his daughter's online storefront for selling Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> so what happens is uh, these girls, like you can also arrange this if you just meet a Girl Scout in real life, they can send you a link. I guess there's a smartphone now. Oh, if you can- okay. But it's trying to teach little girls how to sell stuff online. Uh, wow! They don't ship. You can still arrange to have Girl Scouts come to your house. You can go. You know, you can still go to a booth, or you can have Girl Scouts right. come to your house and drop off cookies. But uh, the, you can arrange through Girl Scouts. Like you can shop online, and that Girl Scout, as long as you like, get the link from her. She still gets the credit for making that sale. It's, it's the Girl Scout company that mails you, that does the fulfillment that oh, will wow. mail you your cookies. And so, in my house, we ordered a dozen boxes of cookies from Bill Oakley oh, okay, from his tweets this week. Um... That's awesome. So we got that coming in the mail earlier this week. Also, that means we're some of the first people to get Girl Scout cookies because I guess this online thing is way faster than booth sales and stuff. Um, Because I don't think they're doing booth sales until later on this month. Or I think next month, actually. But yeah, if you want to be the horrible person who just wants to have like a pallet of Girl Scout cookies delivered to your house. (laughs)
0: Um, Actually, it's funny because...
1: We had a friend in the neighborhood who she was selling cookies, and we bought like a dozen boxes last year. I just realized we still have a, an extra box left. We never even finished these from last oh, really? year. But we ordered another. Yeah, I still have a box of dosy dos that expired in September. Oh, oh man! But oh, they're so good, so peanut butter crunchy. I'll now they're a museum piece. I'll just put them next to my amiibo or something. like that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Girl Scout cookies online—you can buy that shit. That's kind of horrifying to find out. But that's welcome to 2015. Well, 2016. Nah, that's fantastic. And before it becomes twenty seventeen, I will let yeah. you know,
0: Phil. Oh Phil, you're sweet.
1: Oh man, thank you so
0: much for being on the podcast this week. Oh, Girl, thank you like for that. having me. I'm glad I'm glad to finally come on there. I'm seriously, like there have been so many weekends where I've I've just told my wife, I was like, you know what, would you mind if I just drove up to Portland? Mind you guys drove love up to- if
1: if I owned the house that I lived in, I would murder my housemates, and then you could just take their place. Um, I love my housemates. This is not just besmirch them. I, I do not. I would not. I would but not imagine. If I imagine. were a psychopath, I would have no problem doing that because <laughs> that means I have no remorse. But I like the people I live with. But maybe, that's, okay. Uh, that's okay. That's uh, okay. But yeah, no. I, you guys might live. Well, who knows? Maybe Portland's a great place. It's getting very yeah. expensive because everyone's getting kicked out of the Bay Area and moving up here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because of like uh, the rent prices and, which and it's is, funny. Yeah. A lot of people are getting kicked kicked out of Portland and moving to. Why oh, the really? hell am I talking about this? We need to let you go because you got a podcast recording <laughs> of your own in less than twenty minutes <laughs> now. I should ramp. not be talking about land prices in Portland. <laughs> Christ Almighty! Oh man.
0: Well, this
1: was. I think it's a relatively successful first recording of you know, the <laughs> last.
0: Five hours. Yeah, yeah, we weren't focused on anything, but who yeah. cares? So
1: this is the end of the podcast. Welcome yes. to listening to the Boy Howdy podcast. or Boy Howdy podcast at theboyhowdypodcast dot com. the Boy Howdy
0: podcast on Twitter. <laughs> phil, where can you be reached at? Uh, you can find me on the twitters at at whimsical phil, Very at whimsical cool. phil on the twitters. You can also check out the Player One podcast if you want to hear nerds talk about video games or the points of articulation podcast if you want to hear nerds talk about lego and transformers very good podcast yeah yeah we try Although
1: i can be here and just pimp our other podcasts this is great this is when yeah. no one else is like paying attention we're like hey, yeah, come on huh? yeah, we do seriously. our best work over here these days
0: <laughs> i listen to boy howdy every week and yeah, yeah, i it's love, love, it's love it's it sad. so there. It's always appreciated.
1: Of course, listeners at home, you're listening, you're always appreciated, too. Of course, we do have kind of an open invite. If anyone ever wants to be on the show, you're welcome to. We've actually had, like, half of our listeners on the show in the past. Nice. Um, Yeah, you're actually one of our last listeners that we're aware of that hasn't been on the show. (laughs) We should just make it a thing that, like, we're going to find out all the names we're going to, yeah, but by the end of, like, next year, we're going to have everyone we know on here by hell or high water.
0: You're all the unofficial third member of the Boy Howdy podcast.
1: Okay, so uh, that's the end of the show, Um, and uh, yeah, hopefully Annie will be back in in next week. Not hopefully, uh, maybe this is the new template (laughs) for the show. Is she she ill?
0: She's not not ill or anything, is she? Uh, What's that? She's not ill or anything,
1: Oh no, her wife was just out of town for the week, and now she's coming back, and so she just wants to spend time with her wife because it's been a week, so they're having marital relations. Whatever. And he might be pregnant love, next week. Who knows? I love my family. <laughs> okay. Speaking of family, I'll let you go yeah. do your stuff. Okay. Then, so okay. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna say goodbye to the audience. I'm gonna say goodbye to you, Phil. Okay. I'm gonna I stop. Okay. okay, okay, okay. Before we yes. stop recording, I'll gonna say yes. goodbye, audience. Okay, this is the end of the episode. Goodbye. want a train. Goodbye, audience. Bye-bye. Okay. There's a time
2: to call our own. Living free. Take me home